The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. What is going on, my Ghost Squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 327. We are live on YouTube, streaming to over 150 countries worldwide. Thank you for the tens and tens of you that are out there live. If you are out there in the live chat, uh, go ahead and say something. We don't know that you're out there unless you do. If you're watching this in replay or listening to this in podcast form, the conversation does not have to stop here. Go ahead and utilize that comment section below ask any questions, make any comments, tell us how bad we are, uh, all of that stuff. We, we, we take it all. Uh, I'd rather receive bad criticism than no criticism whatsoever. So it is what it is. Let's go ahead and, and, and get those comments out there. Throughout the show tonight, we do have some special guests. If you have any questions for our guests, go ahead and tag myself or Clover, um, and we'll be able to try to get those questions asked as quickly as possible. If you want to text into the show, yes, you can text into the show. Utilizing the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends over at Wilder Tactical. That number is 530-364-4678. Go check out wildertactical.com. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole, you're in that darkness, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you medical advice, but I might be able to walk you through some stuff. More importantly, I might be able to just be a good listener for you. But if you are looking for someone that can get you towards some medical attention, remember two things. Number one, you are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please, utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255. Veterans, press the number one. We are spotlighting, as always, the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, see the website marines.com. And as always, oh, I got to get this up here real quick. We are a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Go check out all your favorite pro-gun, pro-2A podcasts over at selfdefenseradio.net. And let's get this off of my ugly mug and uh, what sounded weird. Clove. Well, the Wilder Tactical. Oh, yeah, that's strange. Yeah, we got new new sponsor for that this year. Our buddies over at Wilder Tactical. Um, great, great gear if you guys are true. Like, uh, I'm a gear junkie, but uh, the best war belt in the world, in my opinion, comes from Wilder, and they're good friends uh, and all of that. So, go check out WilderTactical.com. Absolutely. Um, riding shotgun as always. Who's uh, you know. He's a man of, of many, uh, many words. He likes to hear himself talk and uh, doesn't like to listen to other people. But tonight, um, you know, he's going to be with us as always. From the great state of Texas, the tactical virus, I mean, Leprechaun himself. What's up, Clove? How are you? Yo, I'm here. You're here? Present. Yeah, much like Obama, present. 
Well, good. Uh, let's say hello to our channel members out there before we bring our special guests in. we got G. Webbs. Uh, he says, for what it's worth, your show is not on my feed of live shows tonight. I had to go look in your channel for it. That's interesting. And Kyle out there, our buddy from Anderson, says, uh, didn't get a notification. So thank you, YouTube. Appreciate you. Uh, as if we were already, like, you know, way ahead of the curve being a, a gun channel on YouTube. Thank you. You know, it's almost uh, like a blessing. It. Almost like a blessing. It's on the same exact time every single day. Every single every single, every single week. week. Thank God, uh, my my four listeners out there uh, know my schedule. So yeah, uh, Gizzard Gary's out there. He says, "Hey there, Ghost Squad," and he says, "Pony Express 2024." Absolutely, Pony Express 2024. Uh, let's see what our channel members we got. Snob out there. He says, "Yo." He's a big toy yo fan, apparently. I don't know. Um, but no, let's see. What's up, Snobby? And let's go through. I'm, 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 you know, I'm not calling everybody out. I wish I could, but that is a perk of being a channel member. So if you're interested, click that join button. We're not asking you to, but if you want to, hey, go for it. Wes is out there. What's up, Wes? He's, he's, that's me an Oklahoma thing. It's just yo's everywhere. Yo, yo's. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Any more out there? I'm missing some. Ah, Chris from the 7-4. What's up, homie? Yeah, last couple weeks, Chris and Ginger and all of them haven't been on the show, but uh, maybe next week we'll get you in. We'll get you back in here for sure. Go check out Chris from the 7 4 channel, Faux Shizzle. Ah, and Manitou, I love you, brother, but uh, please watch the language out there. Um, you know what I mean? Just, just be careful. Uh, YouTube doesn't like all sorts of stuff like that. So let's bring in our special guests and special. Like these guys wore helmets on the short bus. Uh, as far as I know, they did not lick the windows, but that has not been confirmed. Uh, we got a couple guys, uh, from SDS imports. We got Jared and Adam. What's up guys. How are y'all doing? Thanks for coming so, on. The Jared was army, so he probably licked quite a few things on the way to the room. Wow, wow! Uh, it's coming, he's coming in strong. That, that's 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 a that's a bold move. Uh, you know, my my, th my thing is this. I mean, if you're Air Force, do you really have room to talk about anything? I'm just saying. I got a lot of room, especially in my rooms at the Chow Hall. The uh, Oh, you, the Chow Hall, you mean the, the four-star yeah. restaurants. Exactly, yes. all kinds yes. of room. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, Adam's beard is way grayer than what I think any Air Force members should be. So. That, he, I, I think he dyes that for effect. Yeah, That's the reverse. Uh, what, what is that stuff? Uh, the yeah. men's, what is it called? I don't know. But look, I mean, it, it wouldn't be just for men. He'd have to just use something for, different. Just, just for flyboys, is that or is that, you know? that, that? Yeah, like children. Children do that too. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Clover comes in hot too. Yeah, so a little quick story about the Air Force. And I've told this story before. I'm sure Clover's like ugh, but um, so I was. This is like 1995. I was in Okinawa, Japan, and the base I was at. Half our barracks were always empty because we were always kind of rotating in and out, going different places. And all of a sudden, like on a Thursday afternoon, we had, I don't know, like a hundred or so, like E2 and E3 airmen, I think we call them airmen, um, that show up. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, you can. Yeah. And, and they said that they were uh, remodeling their living quarters, their condos, if you will. 
and they needed a place to stay for a week or so. And so it is what it is. So I come back like Sunday afternoon. I usually went away for weekends and um, they were gone. And I was like, hey, what happened to the Flyboys? You know? And they said, oh, they moved them to officer quarters. And I was like, what? And he says, oh, yeah, they said that these living conditions were unsatisfactory. And I was like, we live here every day, you know? So, yeah, the Flyboys got E2s living in officers, empty officers' quarters. Must be nice. Must be nice. I don't, like, I don't know. Uh, I was stationed in Hawaii when I was in the Army. And so you had Schofield Barracks, which was, it was all right. And then you had Pearl Harbor, which was this fantastic place that, you know, and you had Kaneohe, where the were at, which was like, K-Bay, worst of the worst. Never yeah. saw Hickam because they didn't let Why? us Why? Because K-Bay was a Marine base. Of course it was the worst of the worst. You know? Yeah, yeah. So hammerhead shark problem. Um, but Hickam Air Force Base, you never, you only got to see it when you were leaving. And you're like, that place looks nice. Looks magical. Country clubs, you know, sterling silver, yeah. white tablecloths, filet mignon for lunch. I mean, you know, I get Adam. You know that we're just doing this because we're jealous, right? Like we're mm -hmm. absolutely jealous. So it is what it is. No, Nutty says there is some SDS up in here. There is some SDS up in here. Um, SDS is up in everything. I think right now. I don't, hey, I, it's hard to it, it's hard to get on the internet right now and not see you know stuff that we're doing or. You know, Pornhub's been um, busy, hasn't it? Dude, it's um, it's insane. Stay out of my DMs, internet. Stay out of my DMs. <laughs> like, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I need a break. And I got Neil. Neil's in the background here. Uh, he's he's our marketing director. Um, you know, if you guys don't know, I'm, I'm you put baby in the corner. What the hell, man? It's good you can finally hear, join us, Neil. Can't Thank hear you. Me because I have an earbud in, so he's just sitting here. Oh. He, he's he's just this awkward guy um, with with his own his own beer. We're both on the road, so we're we're visiting Knoxville this week. Well, I'm going to say, uh, mate, your living room looks awful like a hotel room. Just saying. Yeah, you know? mother mothership. <laughs> um, we had to visit the mothership this week, and uh, so we're we're uh, we're just yeah, we're having a good time. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, our tech and daughters out there says ghost just had a great customer service experience with Colin at SDS. So till Colin job, well done, apparently. Um, I'll tell you, I, I mean, I'll tell you a quick story about Colin, Colin got fired today. I heard just saying, sorry, our tech. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No, uh, so no, uh, I met him a month ago, I guess. And today we're, we I walk in the warehouse and, you know, pre shot show craziness going on. Yeah. And, he comes up to me and he's talking to me and I'm literally like, have I met you before? And he's like, dude, it's me. And I'm like, I, I, you're, you have been wiped from my memory somehow. Like I literally, it's me. Like, you I know it's you, but who are you? <laughs> I know. And as he said, he's like, oh yeah, man. Remember last time you were here? And I'm like, I have no. no recollection of who you are. And I felt bad for her. And, and he's like, he took his hat off and he's like, I wasn't wearing a hat last time. And I'm like, nope, doesn't yeah. change anything. Like, no, no help. I, I no help. felt so bad. Um, you got you got to stick with the uh, Dittner philosophy, Jared. They're all red shirts until they made it at least six months. Wow, <laughs> it's fair, but you know, uh, Wes says he has a probably the first year I was there. Yeah, <laughs> Wes says he has an SDS nineteen eleven A one. I'm gonna bring go ahead and bring this up before we start the talking. Um, Gruns914 out there says, hey, SDS guys, I have a B9R carry 
which of the new sites do I need to order? So we're going to go ahead and throw you all in the deep end right now. Oh, right now. Um, so yeah, no, just today we just, uh, we, we just launched, um, fiber optic and, and night site options OEM. They're from TSOS. So, um, if you have dovetail front and rear sites, you can order either set and you, you can upgrade your sites. 1911 caveat gunsmith installation is required because dovetails are a little bit more involved. So use a site pusher if you're not sure. Um, but if not, support your local gunsmith. You know, go over there, toss them, yeah. you know, 40 bucks, whatever it may be, and, and he'll put them in Absolutely. there right for you. But, um, you know, because our, our cut doesn't match Novak perfectly, we decided, like, hey, let's start offering some of our OEM sites to give guys that option. And we're, we're amped. I think, uh, you know, sometimes the Internet works faster than me. I, I took nice pictures this morning of them, and – I, I got on 1911 forum and they were already up there. Someone was like, 1911 sites from TSOS are here and people start buying them. So if you, as long as you nice. have the carrier duty model with dovetail sites, uh, the sets will, will work great. So fiber optic, tritium, we may have some other options. It's up to the project managers that, you know, that let us buy these parts. But if the, if the consumers will it, I, I will, I will be that outspoken voice for you and try and get those on our website. Fantastic. It's very aggravating when he wants to be. Some Flash people are like that, Adam. you know. Yeah. Speaking of Adam, I know you're kind of a knife guy. Um, we've talked about knives in the past. G-Web's out there says, one of the things that I missed but really wanted to see, I think it's about, about SHOT Show, was the Mac Mark II knife. Any details on that? It was there. Wasn't it, Jerry? Yeah, I don't think he got a chance to stop by the booth. I, was, I think that's what he's saying. He didn't get a chance to check it out. Let's see here. Stoked. Um, me, myself, and my and, and another my, my other um, personality. I'll call it. I'm a knife maker. Um, and the Gerber Mark II was a super popular knife. So the Mac. Uh, Is it me or does Jared sound like he's in like a hole a mile away? Yeah, he went in the tunnel. Yeah, you. I don't know. Something weird with the microphone or something. No, it's no. Because I put this out. Yeah, I think your microphone is on Neil's headset. Oh, oh well, that would probably make sense. Yeah. How's that sound so now? When Neil needs to talk, go ahead and give him the mic. Yeah, but I think so, that that's the one so that needs to be that on. Sound now? Better. Yeah, it's a lot. There you go. It's that's yeah. better. So yeah, the 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 Mac Mark II super popular. Um, NAF guys are even more passionate, I think, than gun guys to a point. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um. And so Adam taking over, you know, some of these knife projects has been cool to see. Um, the Inglis uh, knife that we're going to release in the coming weeks is going to be even more popular. But um, oh, nice. we, we took everything that you liked about the, the Mark II and put in some modern manufacturing, some newer materials. And nice. I think it's a stellar knife. And to see guys run up to the booth at SHOT Show and even the way that they sell out, like – when we put the, the, the Mac knives in stock on the e-com or our website, we put in 50 at a time or 20 at a time. They sell out in hours and we're, we're amped. So Adam's got some, he's got some sorcery going in that office. Um, and we've got some cool stuff lined up for 2024. 
So G Web says, just leave the uh, earpiece in, in in Neil's ear, and then Jerry can just kind of sweet and talk sweetly into his ear. You know, that would be interesting. I, I don't even That was quick, Neil. <laughs> I don't even like being in the same area code as my boss, and let alone the same room. And somehow, talk, here whispering, I am. Sweet, whispering sweet nothings. Come on, come on. There are no, yeah, no. Um, Snob's got a question we're going to get to later. Um, um, talking about MP5s, I'm sure that you guys are just getting bombarded. Uh, MP5, uh, the Mac 5 and the Mac 5K, uh, easily probably one of the most talked about uh, items that I heard about it shot, especially at Range Day. Got a chance to shoot them both at Range Day and at the Wolverine thing that Tuesday. Is that Tuesday night? Tuesday night where we got the two flat tires. That was awesome, by the way. Um but yeah, uh, that was the with the binary One on of the Tuesday. Craziest night. shot show stories ever, bro. Three and hours, three hours. We sat there in the middle, and people don't realize the middle of the desert, like in the middle of nowhere. You know. Um. But yeah. Uh. Exactly. Close the rest of all that. Um. So we did have a question. I want to go ahead, and this is a great transition. Our, our friend out in California, California, Calaveras out there says, who's SDS? So what I'm going to do is I am going to bring up the website. Um, and I want to let you guys kind of talk a little bit about uh, SDS and the, the, the companies that you guys bring in and all that. We'll kind of flip through the website. We'll talk uh, here in a little bit. We can go do whatever you want, but kind yeah. of give an over a generalized statement of SDS, who you guys bring in, kind of the history of the company, and then we'll kind of start going brand to brand, if you will. Yeah, so um, SDS imports, you know, classically or, or, or typically we were a firearms importer. And at some point we realized that importing just a product wasn't enough. So um, right after, you know, kind of pre-pandemic into the pandemic, you know, we, we, we worked as your typical importer and we decided to make a change. We were like, hey, guys, instead of just importing products, let's engineer products, let's design products. So instead of buying whatever a manufacturer overseas had, we decided to start putting our manufacturing, you know, kind of or backbone into it and saying, well, these products are good, but they could be better. We could make them more suitable for the U S shooter. And that's where our product managers like Adam got involved in, you know, we, we took these guns that these, these guys were making and just better suited them for the U S market and the U S consumer. And as we did that, we decided that instead of just it being SDS imports to give credit due to some of the manufacturers that have been around a long time, like TSOSH, TSOSH has been making guns since 1994 They've been imported by quite a number of companies over the years, but no one really knew who TSOPS was because it was always, you know, the importer that took the credit. And we, we did it in the beginning, you know, SDS imports, 1911s are still out there. And it's like, no, TSOPS makes these guns. So we decided to start giving credit where credit was due to the manufacturers. And then with some of the other brands, we had directions and ideas that maybe didn't fit the mold that we, we thought that they deserved. So we decided like, you know, Mac, we, we had some products that we thought would fit with Mac and Spandau and Tokarev to, to kind of just bolster their presence here. So we could expand the product lines and, and pick a focus where we, we felt they were better. And that's just kind of how it grew. And it, it's, we're just not your regular importer. We, we take the feedback that you guys, the U S consumers want, we go to the manufacturers and we're like, Hey, 
this is this is how we have to change these products to make them better and you know i i hate the term turk and ellie um you know with the turkish import shotguns but so many people have brought in you know versions of these guns and there's the mac and I think it's paid off for us because we have companies like agency arms. Now that are using the Mac shotguns to build their, mm -hmm. their OEM shotguns because the, the other versions, you know, were, were cost prohibitive or supply was hard to get. And it's, it's really kind of shown out what we can do when we, we decide to just not buy whatever's available, but build them as we want them for, for the U S consumer. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that, that just a couple of things that us having, guys living in Turkey, working with our partners over there, making sure they make them the way the U.S. market wants it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, yes, we tell them, here's what the U.S. market, I mean, our night soccer series wouldn't sell anywhere else in the world. No. It is totally a U.S. type gun that the U.S. market wants. Everywhere else in the world, they, they, they're not going to be interested in it. So it, it's, uh, and then on, on a quality control standpoint, having one of our guys looking over their shoulder constantly saying, Hey, we need to make that trigger better. Or, hey, we need, you know, it needs to be tweaked like this or that has made a huge difference in the last 18 months. Yeah, no. And, and Adam's getting ready to go over for his first trip, which is going to be exciting for him. He but, may not come back. They may not I, let I him back will, in the country. I think Adam will come back. I don't. I don't see. Yeah, Adam. I'm sure he'd want to. I don't know if they're going to let him back. Yeah. So, but Adam can tell you like what it's like to not just buy a product, but influence the product and, yeah. and have it built. And Adam daily, you know, the meetings that they're in, it, it's it's cool to to be working one with manufacturers overseas that are receptive to that kind of change because not everyone over there is like that. It's Nothing. you take what you get. You're like we, we put 10,000 guns in a container. We're sending it to the U S what you get is what you get. But Adam, you know, what's it like with, with, you know, those relationships. Uh, when I first started out about three years ago, uh, we were like Jared said, like some of the other importers, we were looking for what was available, trying to get it in and get it cheap and sell it but then we started real quickly realizing we wanted a better product so we started searching for the best manufacturers to work with the ones that would take our input and listen to us and uh, start making the changes we wanted to see and so that's what we did we narrowed down to where we're now only really working with like four or five manufacturers and we're constantly work talking with these guys and it's become more of a partnership than it is just a vendor customer relationship uh, so I've been on multiple calls today with uh, my manufacturer, basically. So I work uh, directly with Tokarev, and that's you know, that's who I focus with. And like the other product managers, they have uh, you know person-to-person -person lines to where we're calling these people when if they need anything, they can get a hold of us. If I'm got a question, I can call them up, message them, whatever. We'll have a face chat, and then we'll get to the bottom of the problem. Uh, I'm having monthly meetings. They're they're concerned with uh, customer service issues, just like everybody else would be. If there's a major issue that's happened uh, lately on Tokarev guns, we have a lot of uh, stuff missing in boxes. In uh, consumer gets it and he's missing his sights. Well, guess what? Tokarev can pull up that serial number on the sites or on their video cameras and see where the guy packed it, 
And oh, if they're wow. having a string of issues, they're going to address that issue over there. But if it's a stress of our issues, we're tracking to see if all of these sites are going missing in the same gun shops. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is true. Uh, and, that, and that's a fair thing. Uh, I remember Sunday night of shot. Uh, a few of us went out to dinner, went back to, I want to say the links, the link um, and ran in and went to a bar, ran into Matt. And Matt was there with the engineer that actually lives in Turkey. And we sat yeah. there and talked with him for 15 or 20 minutes talking about an interesting life. Cause you yeah. know, he's putting a full day of work in Turkey and then he's having to stay up to weird, crazy, you know, hours of the night to get to you guys on the phone and all of that. And I was like, man, that's, you know, he's like, but that's, you know, he knew going into it, that's what it was, but talking about different things, it was kind of fascinating to, to hear that side of the company, you know? Yeah. If you get games going, you never, you never know what you're going to hear. Yeah. It was he's, definitely he's interesting. Character. Yeah. He's I need to have him on the podcast. Holy cow. Yeah. No, he'd be an interesting guy. No, no, no. <laughs> no. not, as not as in an official capacity. Yes. Yes. As the guy that has to land the marketing the next day. No games. Uh, we I, like games in the engineering really office. I'm, I'm trying to really win. Yeah, like, um, no, but Gates is the engineering is, uh, side as they'll let on public. <laughs> yeah. Because I know I, I, I tend um, to stay quiet and just, uh, yeah, if you, if you want to have a conversation in metallurgy in tens of thousands of an inch, Gaines is your guy. Um, but no, it's, yeah. it's, we have a, we have a great team that goes over there. I'm slated to go over this year and, and hang out and, it's, like I said, it's just refreshing to work with these companies where before it was, you take what you get. And that's the product. And these these companies are, are receptive to these changes. And it's, yeah. you know, I think with, with even um, Adam with Tokarev, you know, it's, hey, we need these shotguns to work with Mossberg Furniture. Overseas, they don't understand why. And in the U.S., we're like, because there's people that love to tinker. They have flathead screwdrivers and Dremels at home, and they want to customize the guns. So they have to fit Mossberg Furniture or... You know, even with our sights right now, it's like, you know, what, you know, the, the, the guns come with great sights. Why do you have to sell aftermarket sights? It's, well, some people like night sights, some people like fiber optics. Like, so these companies that work with us in that regard, um, the double stacks were a, a shining example of it. TSOS makes a fantastic polymer striker fired pistol that's high capacity. So when you're like, we need a high capacity nine millimeter but we want it at a 1911. They kind of look at us and like, why you, the PX nine is good. And we're like, well, Americans are weird. Sometimes we want a single stack, you know, a double stack 1911. Um, and so that one took a little bit of like, you know, arm, you know, arm bending and a little bit of T and E to get it done. But now that the product is here and they see it, they're like, Oh, you guys are passionate about these guns. And so I think the, you know, getting companies to understand the passion that we have as American shooters and, and you know, the, the second amendment community here, it, it takes a little bit of, of, you know, convincing to some of them. But, you know, when you have a company like TSOS that, you know, despite our political climate with our government, they're still willing to jump through those hurdles to make sure we can get these guns to, to you guys at affordable prices. It's, it's huge. Yeah. I would imagine, and I want to bring Clover in. Uh, he knows that he can just jump in whenever, but uh, I would imagine working with manufacturers from other countries that, they know about the U.S., but they may not fully understand how different we are because, you know, in most of Europe and, and, and Asia, there's only certain things that can or can't be allowed into certain countries. And then, right. and then you have the U.S., and it's like, 
whatever we want to think of, we can kind of do. And so I think that, that must be a weird kind of a strange mentality to have is we never even thought about doing that. Well, yeah, you're, but that's been going on for years over here. I mean, how, how does that relationship work with them saying, Hey, I know it might be outside your realm of understanding, right. but it's big here. Yeah. So some of those products, mm -hmm. um, I think one of the, the funniest one for me was when we, we, when TSAW started making 10 millimeters, so the 10 millimeters aren't available in the Turkish market and oh, okay. the, the Turkish consumers are upset about it. Like, <laughs> you know, they're like, we won't, we want that too. It's metric. Why can't we have the metric gun? And, you know, so, you know, we get that kind of feedback and, you know, TSAS and some of these we'll companies. We'll just call it three quarters of an inch or something, you know, and they will they'll just forget about it. Yeah. Like maybe <laughs> that's what we did. But, you know, um, but it, it's, it's kind of weird and working with an international company like that, you see, because there's products in Brazil, there's products in, you yeah. know, Austria, um, that we, we all kind of have like certain niches and they're yeah. like, well, can we have that? And, you know, and we're like, yeah, maybe you can, you know, um, um, so. maybe the U S is leading the way into innovation and understanding of the gun culture worldwide. Who knows? You never know. You never hey, know. Jerry, well, you know what other ammo they don't have over there? 38 what? super. No, uh, don't even stop. Stop. I don't. 38 is it a sore super, subject, Jared? <laughs> it is an extremely sore subject. Um, Christ. Um, internet and 38 Super. The U.S. market in 38 Super. Um, I, I will champion that we make a 40 Smith & Wesson before we expand 38 Super. I've got, um, what about I've got 30 Super Carry. How about that? I, no, because it's, uh, you know, so 38 Super, I deal with this every day on the internet because we only <laughs> offer one model in 38 Super. And that one globally, we are the only country that uses 38 Super. <laughs> and so if you're a company that makes like, I don't know, like, I don't know, a million nine millimeter barrels a year and you're like, hey, but for one day, can we make 38 Super barrels? They're like, no. Um, so we, 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 no, 38 Super, done. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, real quick before we move on, uh, we got a super chat up here, twenty dollars from G twenty three. You guys know that I don't ask, nor do I encourage them, but also uh, super chats go to sending care packages downrange to our guys over there. So thank you. G twenty three also knows when I do a super chat that I read them like I'm Ron Burgundy, like I will read what you put. He knows that I do not like Forty Smith and Weston, so of course he puts hashtag Forty for Life. Remember the men and women who are downrange away from their families and friends. Yes, but he knows I'll have to read the hashtag Forty for Life. So uh, thanks, you. Got you. He, he baited you, and, and, and oh, hundred percent. He knows. I um your message leading up to the podcast about service members and having that hard conversation this year. I will say yeah. a shot show this year. Veteran with the sign and those guys that were really hammering that home. Mm -hmm. yeah, Bravo! Absolutely. Like holy cow! Like. You know, um, to to see see manly men having that conversation now more openly. Yes, they're struggling. Yeah. Call someone. Yeah, it's it's that's a whole conversation that. Um, yeah, uh, it, it is. Pride is a big, huge thing in lives, and especially kind of the alpha warrior guys. And sometimes it's tough to be to open up and, and understand. Uh, one of the biggest conversations I've had in the last couple of weeks with different people is 
uh, not just the veteran that uh, is willing to start looking for signs and understanding. We need their family members and loved ones because a lot of these guys don't realize their, their personalities have changed. They don't realize they're going through something and we right. need your help to maybe start looking for signs that they may not realize something's up. So yeah, uh, bring Clover in real quick. Clove, I know we've got some questions out there. Any questions that you personally have or anything out in their chat that we want to bring up right now? What was the first? Uh, what was the first firearm that SDS imported? Great question. Would that have been the oh, so or yeah, it would have been. So um, SDS imports came about after um, DDI Industries. So DDI back in the day yeah, was a yeah. big importer and manufacturer of AKs, and, and in particular, an AK shotgun that was a Sega 12 clone. Um, when DDI ceased operations. Um, they sold off parts of their company, and SDS Imports continued to import the 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 Lynx 12 shotgun, which was the Sega based clone. Oh, sweet. Um, and it kind of went on for you know we we did some things with that moving on, and unfortunately we that that was one of those victims of a manufacturer that we were like, hey guys, like let's um, make this gun better, and that yeah. manufacturer was like, nope, this is what we're making. And, and so we, we decided, Hey, this is, and it, it was unfortunate because it was, I think the, the, the Lynx 12, um, was, you know, I think the best Saiga 12 clone that was on the market. It was a third the price and it was really good, but the manufacturer just wouldn't work with us to improve the product and make it what we, we envisioned it would be moving forward. So that was it. That's how SDS started. It was, it was a, a semi-automatic 12 gauge shotgun, um, and then I think the Tesis Army was probably the first pistol. Yeah, so when we, we got, um, thank, you know, whatever Tesis had going on with their previous importer, we were able to snap that up and, and start bringing in. And that was when the U.S. Army still had a chrome barrel. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was, that's wow. one of those things where Tesis was like, well, it looks like it did in World War II, but we're like, no, it has a chrome barrel. It can't have a chrome barrel. It's got to have a black, you know, it has to have a, and it was Cerakote black at the time. Oh. Um, it's what the service was. And so, having them over the years and we're on our third generation now or fourth generation of us <laughs> armies. Yeah. Um, and each time we've years. gotten closer and closer. We got those so three close letters. Now that the, yeah. So close. <laughs> yeah. Now, now we're so close that the CMP was like, Hey, can we sell those um, to us shooters too? And we're like, yeah. So, you know, the civilian marketing program has their own, their own version of it now. Um, but yeah, the links 12 and then, yeah, the, 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 I think it was the Fatih B380 and the, oh, yeah, the, the 1911 Fatih. U.S. Army were the first guns. Nice, nice. Uh, let's go. Question: When I saw you in uh, in Fort Worth last week, you know, you have to forgive Clover. You know, it, it takes him a while to like. He's East Texan, so it takes a while for wires to connect. Sometimes, you know. Easy, so am I. I'm from Texas. I'm just. I'm from. You know. I'm from Dallas. I, I'm. You know. Uh, mandatory carry ten dollars super chat hashtag good lord folks you're killing me. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know what this means. Hashtag forty for life. Also remember Operation Anime Storm. You have to forgive mandatory carry. He's a coasty, so that should explain it. Um, but yeah, thank you for that. Uh, let's go to the starred comments real quick. Um, snob, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Sykes says, well, the fiber optic sights fit the 1911 B 45. And I think Adam might have answered that or another yeah. question. 
will you guys be bringing the, the 10 millimeter 1911? I think you answered that one, Adam. Yeah, we've got a couple 10 millimeter options. What do we got? The uh, regular D10, Jared? Yeah, D10 with uh, LPA adjustable sights. We have the D10 fiber optic that's going to have the fiber optic. And then the Yukon, which is our bobtail uh, four and a quarter inch version, which is a snappy boy. Um, you put some underwoods in that gun. And so the, the Yukon, I've still got the brass so fast out of that gun in slow motion at 140 frames a second, that brass is still moving at full speed. Like oh, wow. it is, it is, it is pleasantly fun to shoot for two mags. That's awesome. Yeah, try uh, after that it's, round in one day. Well, yeah, it's, it's, probably, that, awesome, so it's probably awesome for a couple hundred rounds, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, if you shoot like low, if you shoot like 40 Smith and Wesson type 10 millimeter, yes. But you, you put some underwoods through that thing. Whoo. I, I say I, that there's only two good things about 40 Smith and Wesson. They can be converted to 10 millimeter or 357 SIG. That's about it. That's about it. So. Um, for all you 40 lovers yeah. out there, sorry for you. Um, uh, Grun's out there wants to know what happened to your high powers. I don't know. I shot them. Uh, I shot them. Um, what I, so I don't know what, what happened to them, but uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll go so, to the website um, here in a second, and we'll we'll look at everything. So so T-Shosh, uh, high powers for us, um, not, not happening. Um, but uh, we, we decided to bring back another forgotten brand, which was English manufacturing. Yes, you did. And we have four versions of those that are going to be coming probably in the middle of March. Um, if you're and shot I shot them from, and they're amazing by the way. So yeah, yeah they're super, super cool. Um, I think that was another sleeper hit that a lot of people didn't expect from us this year, but the English, uh, GP 35, the P 35 and the L nine, a one for the high power, guys that wanted something that looked and felt a part of, you know, uh, a, a cold war era high power. I think we, we hit that nail on the head hard and I think people are going to be excited when they hit the market. Yeah. Um, G webs out there. Um, okay. Real quick. Okay. You're having fun now, guys. Nine millimeter equals limp wrist. Sorry. Not sorry. Says the guy who likes 40 Smith. Let's just be honest. So, uh, jealousy does not look good on you. T 23. Um, appreciate your super chat anyways. Uh, G web says, uh, they make a lot of guns in Turkey is the rate. This is actually a great question. Is the recreational shooting scene? What, what's it like there in Turkey? You guys, are you familiar with the recreational shooting scene in Turkey? Uh, Gaines could probably answer that question, but from what I've yeah. seen, they do still do a lot of, uh, hog hunting, uh, bird okay. hunting, not as many, not as much uh, like competition style that I've seen, okay, um, or a lot of recreational because um, I think they get limited for their ammo. If I'm not, oh really? Yeah. That's nice. Um. I, I ironically enough, like um, the Kydex holster scene over there is pretty legit. There's a lot of like Kydex guys that do holsters mm -hmm. over there, which you know we brought in some of them, like the TSOS branded holsters we offer. It's like, man, they're they're like making fold over Kydex like you know, a guy in Georgia would make, which was pretty cool. Um, but I do see a lot of, it, it almost has more of like a, a European feel bird hunters, you know, hog hunting and things like that. Um, I don't see like a lot of three gun or like IDPA. Um, yeah. but the manufacturing scene over there is nuts. Like the companies that are doing it's business amazing. there or the, the, 
Um, even one of our suppliers, it's like they make medical implants and, and guns. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's, yeah, it's nothing new over there. Yeah. So it's, 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 I'm excited to go cause I want to see that, you know, I want to see what, what, what it's like over there and, and check it out because the, even the guys that we work with with TSOS and we're hanging out at SHOT Show, some of them are just like regular dudes. They just don't speak as good as English, and I don't speak as good as Turkish. I don't speak any Turkish. I know, I know Clover and I learned a couple things a couple years ago. Merhaba, and then goody goody. So, yeah. And then goody goody is goodbye. So, um, I got that going for me. So, I've been posting up. I, uh, one of our employees that's uh, stationed, or is Turkish all time. He's he's a great interpreter for us, and he's going to start teaching me how to do spoon dancing and stuff before I head over. So, oh, please, <laughs> please let there be video of this. Just saying. Oh, I'm sure they will be because Gaines will be there, and I'm sure they'll be. Just there. Need, oh, I just God. need video. I just need video of the spoon dancing. That, that just that's amazing. Um, let's see here, uh, Clover. Before we jump into the website, you got anything you want to bring up? Nah, I'm good. All right, so we're going to go to the website. Clover's, Clover's just hanging out. He's, he's, I'm good. Well, you know, he's he's definitely worth what I'm paying him. So We can talk about that shotgun right there real quick. All right, let's, 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 let's go to Spandau first, since he obviously wants to talk Spandau, I'm sure. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's start with Spandau. Uh, Spandau shotguns for you guys out there. Uh, let's kind of go over the line real quick and let you guys talk about Spandau. So uh, Spandau was a passion project of our one of our senior product managers, Jeff Jackson, who was a collegiate, you know, trap, skeet, sporting clay shooter, two-time national champion. Um, we kind of felt the need that, you know, if you got into over-unders or competition shotguns, you, you could find a sub $700 option or a over $2,000 option. Um, I think the Ruger Red Label, if you guys remember the Red Label shotguns, I was like a thousand dollar shotgun that had a lot of features and it was built right, but they, they just kind of disappeared. So with Spandau, we, we looked at shotguns that you could give to, you know, a high school or collegiate, uh, you know, trap and skeet shooter that would give them that Spandau is, is going to be expanding this year into more hunting. Um, it's not on the website yet, but we, we had the only shotgun at shot show in the new Realtree APX pattern with our S2 semi-automatics. So, um, Spandau is just kind of that we're, we're looking at, you know, guns that are going to be affordable, that you're going to be comfortable with dragging through the fields, through the marshes, whether you're, you're, you're chasing ducks or upland birds. And then also for those guys that are going to make a, a, a career out of, of competitive shotgun shooting and, and need a shotgun that, that just, that they're phenomenal. I'm not a, I come from like three gun and, you know, IDPA and stuff like that. Shooting these shotguns though is easy. I, I, I love seeing guys shoot these for the first time. They're like, Oh, I'm not really good at shooting clay pigeons. And then they bust four or five clays in a row. And you're like, I'm not saying it's a shotgun, but it, it might be helping you. So the very first time I ever shot at clay was Monday at range day. And, and Clover took me over to the, uh, one of the shotgun booths over there and, and introduced me to shotgun clay. And, and for a guy that usually gets uh, rashes when we start talking <laughs> about shotguns and all of that, I, I can't lie. I, I had a pretty decent time. So uh, maybe I was worried you were going to have to leave the room when we started talking about Spandau. You know, I, I, I was going to let, I was going to let Clover take this one. You know, I was gonna... 
<laughs> he actually has worked with, uh, with, with, with your Spandau stuff, but, uh, but, uh, let's talk real quick about, um, you know, we, we've, we've got, um, the, the premier field up here, obviously, is there much difference besides the furniture upgrades between the field and the, um, and your, um, the, the oh, target sorry. guns. The target guns. So, they kind of yeah, look so the, the same, except for for furniture stuff upgrades. They, they kind of look it though, but so the 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 paint the the premier field is a much lighter, much nimbler shotgun, mm. swamped barrels. So you're going to save a little bit of weight. That gun in the 20 gauge, uh, 26 inch barrel length is a blast to shoot. It points well. Super lightweight. I'm. I've been using it for rabbit hunting. I've even went squirrel oh, nice. hunting with that gun. And people are like, "You're using an over under for squirrel," and then they shoot the gun. It is that. It's a little bit narrower um, furniture. The stock is designed to be a little bit more lightweight. Where the field guns are, are much heavier, much more stout for those competition shooters. Oh, the target the guns for, are more heavier. Um, for for four or five hours. So. Yeah. They just have their, their, their purpose built. So if you're going to be trudging through the fields looking for quail, pheasants, the field is the gun. If you're going to be the guy who's going to shoot four or five rounds of trap or skeet in a day, the target is the gun. And, and they're, they're purpose built tools. So let's go through um, the the field real quick. And you're talking about the different uh, gauges and links. It comes in a 26 inch 12 gauge, a 28 inch 12 gauge, 26 20. 28 inch 20 a 26 inch 28 a 28 inch 28 and then the 26 and 28 410 so a lot of different options out there um, for sure in the field and we're going to run over here and look at the uh, target 28 model. for the win just saying 28 for the win yeah the, that one is that and 410 i think are very passionate among hunters yeah. um they're I'm great a simple guy. 20 gauge works for me but the 28 gauge hunters and the 410 hunters um, they're more fanatical than like 40 Smith and Wesson guys. Yeah. Uh, and, and the target obviously comes in a 28 inch and a 38 12 gauge. Is that correct? The only two models in that, right? Yeah. Right so now? for, for trap skeet, sporting clays, five stand, 12 gauge is kind of the go-to. Um, and the most common barrel lengths are 28, 30 because you're, you're shooting birds at, you know, 50 to 60 yards in some of the disciplines. So that little extra barrel length paired with, yeah the Benelli choke tube system. So you can dial, dial it in for the loads. This is my son's first year shooting a competitive shotgun. And, you know, he's, you know, he's 16 years old, but he's got a favorite load and a favorite choke tube. Nice. And, you know, so he's like, I like, you know, federal top flight number eights with this choke, but for five stand, I'm using Winchester double A seven and a half. You're absolutely speaking Turkish to me right now. So, so uh, Clover gets it's, it. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's I, I, you know, you said uh, a gear junkie. I like the term Geardo, you know, so it's guys. Oh, a Geardo. I've never heard that, but I'm a, I'm definitely a Geardo for sure. Yeah. 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 Google that one up. There's some good old like uh, global war on terror memes that came out about Geardos. But they have it, and I, everyone has that passionate thing, and I, it's cool. Like to see dudes that are like you know, that are like that. Some guys are like, I gotta have one twenty four green PMC bronze because my my nineteen eleven likes it. These shotgun shooters are the same way. Like I'm yeah. only gonna shoot doves with a a number seven, you know, estate cartridge round because it or shell or we or we handload. 
because there's certain <laughs> wads that we like that you can't get. Yes. Clover yeah, does like shooting his wad. Let's just be honest, you know. But I'm <laughs> Armed Citizens podcast after dark. Oh, it gets dark for sure. So yeah, you no they, if you step down from the premiere and just go to the target, there's the 32 inch option. Why? Yeah, so the target. Why? Why one in one and not in the other? I just don't think we've introduced it yet in the premiere uh, target line. It's this is the developing line still for us. We're trying to figure out what products the shooters want. Mm. Um, when we looked at the 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 target gun as opposed to the premiere target, it was a little more cost effective. So shooters that you know wanted in there, and it, it's it, again, it's. It's, it's hard to introduce a product with every option and variant available at one time. So we picked the most popular for the, 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 the premier line first. Um, right. But we do understand that there are some shooters that shoot trap that want a 32 inch gun. Um, maybe it'll, it'll come online. Like I said, it's just, it's a developing line. It's a young line for us. Neil mm. is, we're going to NWTF. He's been talking to the guys at Ducks Unlimited. You know, last year we were at the Safari Club International Show. So we're, we're navigating our way and we're finding out what the hunters want, what the competitive right. shooters want, and, and adapting. And I, I, like I said, I think that's what lends SDS Imports well to the market right now is we're just not buying something off the shelf. We're, we're making these changes on the fly for customers based on what they want. And yep. if, if the product demands – if the I'm going to, I'm going to backtrack. If, if the consumers <laughs> and products easy. demand a feature, we'll, we'll do our best unless it's 357 SIG, 38 Super, or 40 Smith and Wesson. Right. But a 32 <laughs> inch target barrel. Yeah. 32 inch target gun. I can put that on the short list, but if, if you're like, I want a double stack and 357 SIG, I'm, I can't help you. It's That's better than the 40 Smith. Let's just be honest though. <laughs> I, I, can't, can't. I can't help you. That 32 inch <laughs> barrel. I mean, I remember at TriggerCon that like massively piqued my interest because that is, it's kind of a niche thing. Like there's not a lot of companies really doing that. And well, not, you know, not in, let me back longer. up. Let me back up in that, in that price range, right? Like, yeah, no, <laughs> I, and that's, that's, and that's, that's our SCTP gun. That's, that is my, I'm working with a lot of high schools, a lot of high school teams in Dallas we have, I'm, I'm there every Thursday at Elm Fork and shooting league. We're working with different coaches uh, all over, but we have a certain program for SCTP shooters to where they can get into that target for a really, really good price. And that's what they want because that, that longer sight picture that you have with longer barrel, um, uh, the balance of that longer barrel, you know, especially yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. And that—that's what we're going for. Which we, and like Jared said, on the premiere, you're going to see that. But the the target we kind of hit the sweet spot on first, because honestly, because that price point, it piqued a lot of people's interest. Yeah. Just like you. Just like you. Ghost, are you the one controlling the site? Yeah. What's up? Uh, scroll down uh, just under that main picture, and I think you can see the target that we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, let me bring yeah. that up for you. Yeah. yeah oh, so that price points for that, that nine forty nine. That's phenomenal. With the thirty two inch barrel too. 
There you go, boys and girls. Uh, 9.49. Let me get that full picture right there. There we go. Nice. And you're not, you're yeah. not losing any features. It's just not color case hardened like the, the Premier. Um, but same mechanical triggers, box locks, you know, action. So it's it's still a feature-rich shotgun. But like I said, we're just we're trying to fill that void that was left by some companies that decided either let's make it really cheap and lack a lot of features, or and and I'm not saying that you know spending three thousand dollars on a shotgun is is wrong, but there are some people that just you know they want to tr test the waters, and I think we give them a great option. I think personally, spending three thousand dollars on a shotgun is wrong, but that's just <laughs> me. Um, no, depends on the shotgun. Totally no, depends no, no, on the shotgun. No, I, I get it. I yeah, get it. yeah I, no, it, it's. There, there's, there's just, different. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just, oh, I was just going to say the only the only issue I've got, which I mean for a shotgun is a minor issue. You deal with it all the time. Is is the length of pull? And I'm curious because Snob has the field. Snob's out there. I know in the chat. So I'd be curious. Which one? Which one Snob, do you have, Clove? I've got the target. I've got the target. One okay. At, okay. And then okay. Snob's got the field. And I'd be curious to know what he thought about the, the length of pull. I don't think he mentioned it in his video that I recall. Uh, but that's something that can be rectified. But he also easy. has, like, it's normal length thing. arms, too, though. So Well, this yeah. is true. Yeah, no, no. I mean, in, in all seriousness, well, I, you know, Clover and I are not blessed with. And that's why I say it's not. Arms, that's so. something very common. You, you could buy a $3,000 shotgun or a five or 8000 or $15,000 shotgun and still have to go have it fitted. So it's like. Yeah, it's yeah not, I, I think. Clay and trap shooters, though, are going to be a fitted gun anyway. There, I don't see a lot of them are big on adjustable, you know, butt stocks and and things like that. So, um, it's something that even Jeff, we're trying to tackle it. Like even offering like a used stock that works with some of the guns, so you can, you know, parents can buy one gun that grows with their kid. Well, after the college, youth, after the youth, work on the midget version and let me know. The midget. <laughs> you should, and please, please feel free and name it the midget, the clover midget model. I love product, uh, like some of our marketing meetings and sales meetings. Available in Rusk, Texas. Yeah. I love when they're there like, hey, Jared, you got anything to add? And they look at me and they all collectively sigh because I have like, some. Oh, we should not ask that question. question. We should not and ask And this time I'm going to stand up and be like, hear me out, guys, midgets midgets there's a whole new market so, that we just were ignoring this whole time like yeah uh, is, is kyle out there put uh the short kings edition yes the short kings edition yes very well played so, sir very well played um i know uh, clover like i said you you've um you've got this model right here um the target um and you've done a video or a couple of videos on it so what are your what are your uh since we've got you in the room with them i, I know that you've done a video but what are your quick thoughts for the viewers out there uh but neil hit all the points just a second ago on it like for yeah. real when he was talking about you know getting these in the hands of you know shooting sports kiddos i mean there's a reason yeah. for that um they're, if they're balanced well they swing they swing smooth um you know what are the biggest things that you deal with whenever you you're looking at you know Blazer, right? Twenty-five thousand dollars shotgun, or if you're looking at Krieg off, you're looking at these these high-dollar things, or even the the Italian stuff, right? That's in the several thousands of dollars. The the hands-on like fit and finish is like what makes it a huge difference. And one of the things with this one that I noticed right away, because I've got I've got several Turkish-made over and unders, 
And this one right here, the fit and finish on it is leaps and bounds, like out of the box. Oh, it comes with an actual case as well, which yeah. all over and under should. But uh, <laughs> yeah. right out of the case, like the fit and the finish is, is phenomenal. Like, I, you know, I don't know how much hands-on time is spent, and maybe you guys can, can speak to that if you know, but uh, it does seem like there actually is some hands-on time where some of the other – I guess budget-minded, you could call it over and unders out of out of Turkey. Uh, they're a little clunky. I mean, you kind of got to mm -hmm. take them down and polish, and you kind of got to do your own elbow work, put a little elbow grease to it, or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I know I Jeff. He, Jeff searched high and low to find the right over and under manufacturer, and uh, he really put in the legwork and the time and the effort to get to know yeah. the different manufacturers and. the see who was going to listen to him a little bit and i know he spent a lot of time with them and uh, went over with fine tooth combs and they they really do put a lot of handwork into a lot of it uh making sure it's got the right cuts uh the barrels are not serialized to fit with the frames it's all right all serialized. Yeah, say, they are hand fit because the yeah. barrel and the action are both serialized you, you can so tell it you can yeah, tell it when we go to shows and you try and put the wrong four end on like another <laughs> premier yeah. target and you're like, this ain't working. Um, well, that answers so the question that Scott has. Scott wanted to know earlier if you were going to be able to change out barrels. And that just answered that question right there. On these guns, I don't think so. I, I know in the future there may be a model that we offer that has like the single, you know, trap barrel with the, you know, uh, an over under version. Like, like yeah, I'll say it again. This is a developing brand for us. It's yeah. it's one that it's we're, there's a lot of guys in the company that are super passionate about this brand, so we're excited to see where it goes. And you know, a lot of companies right now are abandoning marketing guns to to youth programs because of legislation. And I hate to say it, we're leaning forward into this. Um, youth yeah. shooters are the next generation of of the two A community, and if we're not going to support them, um, I love it. And you know, seeing. You know, Neil out doing what he's doing. My son, you know, at, at Clemson University shooting next to the college squad, you know, even though he's in high school. Um, and even then, uh, Tim's Tim's our CEO. His kid is shooting these guns competitively. So um, it's it's been fun to see some guys that, you know, maybe not have been involved in this kind of sport to see how it's even pulling us as a company into new avenues. Well, it's interesting you said that because Clover for many years had a, a podcast strictly on youth shooting. He's a former youth uh, 4-H instructor. Had a lot of Clemson team that. members, as a matter of fact. Clemson, but, it was called the, but it was called the Next Generation Podcast of all things. So it's kind of cool you brought that up. Yeah, thanks, COVID, for crushing that. Right. Uh, Calaveras, real quick, $5 super chat. He didn't say anything in there, so that sucks. He 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 said what he wanted to say below, but I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that. Uh, you had your opportunity, bro. Um, no, I was kidding. Uh, Defense Dad's thinking when I thought when I first heard the, the company Spandau, I thought Spandau Ballet, which was uh, uh, I wouldn't say a great band, but it had a really famous um song back in the what late 70s, early 80s. But he said he's got Spandau Ballet songs stuck in his head now. That's what we yeah. wanted. That's exactly what we wanted. You know, we we have. You guys might not know this, but we have our own uh, traveling air air band named Air Air Supply, and we do play a lot of Spandau Ballet. So uh, yeah. yeah, we're looking for a new drummer. If anyone's interested, by the way, yeah, 
Uh, all right, uh, we brought up Spandau. Let's go back. Uh, who do you want to talk about next, you guys? Uh, for, for, before we go, this obviously military armament corp. Uh, Mac, you got TSOS, you have Tokarev, um, and now you, you're bringing in the double stack. Um, so you've got a bunch of different brands here. Anything in particular you want to start with now? I know people are wanting to hear about the MP5, uh, the Mac 5, if you will, and we can hold that off a little bit, but where do y'all want to go next? Um, man, it's really up to you guys. Um, you know, I think, you know, post shot show, um, every brand has got like great things happening right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's just start um, at the top and start with T-Sauce then. Yeah. How about that? No. <laughs> That's pretty. So, so, so. T sauce, you know, we came out, we came out with a lot of new stuff at, at Shot Show. Um, you know, the double stacks, super anticipated. The PX9 carry for me, this brand has been a lot of fun because it's a brand that's been around for a long time that a lot of people didn't realize who they were, or what they were capable of, or even what they were doing. It was just a another imported brand for a long time. And mm -hmm. you know, last year at Shot Show, we decided, hey, T sauce, you don't need to be under an importer's banner anymore you guys deserve the global recognition and outside of the u.s t-sauce is huge um for you guys that pay attention to like international you know industry defense companies t-sauce is in that top tier um so to see the guns that they're making and the way they've listened to us i, I like i said i mean the guys are everyone's stoked on so yeah once again it's nice to have to hear that you guys have a relationship where you're not just importer exporter, you guys are going to have input, uh, whether it's design input or upgrade input or just input in general to the design of what they're manufacturing. Uh, a lot of companies, like you said it before, a lot of companies are just going to make it say, here it is, take it yeah, or leave it. No, and that's the, the that's way a good partnership, you know, the way that they've, worked with us um you know it started like last year you know we had like the the u.s army we had the px9s the bantam 1911 was ahead of its time for the company we machined it it had gorgeous machining a limited run product that was like the turning point where tsos flexed their muscle and said mm -hmm. we can make whatever you guys want and then now you know everyone's like what happened to the bantam and i'm like it's gonna come back eventually we're gonna make it better we're gonna make it way better than it was the first time um but with the d10s the desperado regulator and some of these limited run lines and then of course with the double stacks and even the px9 gen 3 that polymer striker prime pistol like, yeah everyone is catching up you know we didn't require half inch tall sights to use optics on a pistol it sure. co-witnessed with standard sights didn't use a $60 or $50 magazine. It used a $30 magazine that's been out for a long time. Yeah. So we, we put a lot in there. We're working on holster manufacturers for that gun. Um, yeah, that's I, the biggest know, we, issue that I find with uh, bringing in uh, guns through importers and all that is it takes a little while for the holster game to kind of catch up with the new guns and and i get i get it you know but yeah um, it's it's what it is um you know globally you know those guns are in use by police and, and government agencies around the world the, the px9 yeah. but again u.s shooters were appendix carriers were you know 
we have that weird, I'm not going to say weird because I'm going to get beat up next show, but <laughs> we just have particular, we're very particular about how we do certain things. And it's hard to get one company or even five companies to make it in a configuration that everyone's happy with. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, no, no, TSOS is, is, man, I think it's set up for a big year, 2024 with the double stacks. Um, yeah. It's going to be huge. So yeah. I, I think the term Turk and Ellie with, you know, Turkish made shotguns was, was like, sure. I used to hang my head. Like, and so Turcado, like that's one that's trending. It's uh, a, it's yeah. And I'm like, you, you dirt bags. Like now I got to make a patch and a sticker and a, you know, t-shirts. Well, you need to be doing um, that anyways, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So, but <laughs> it's, it's cool that, you know, we went from a company that, and even a product where a lot of people used to be like, I'm surprised these are as good as they are to now people are like, I'm not surprised you guys did what you did with the double stacks. And so absolutely it's, it's really cool. Um, a lot of people are asking about Mac. So let's go to Mac real quick. Military Armament Corporation. Um, obviously big year for Mac. Uh, you get the 1014 series and, and, uh, you know, I, I have found through my experience of putting uh, the first video out with the 1014 is people um, that watch my stuff either think that I'm an absolute idiot or they have zero <laughs> sense of humor. Um, so uh, I'll have to follow up. But the, no, no, the, the 1014 is a great, uh, great shotgun, obviously uh, several different models in that. But like you said, you came out with the double stack. Um and 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 you've got all sorts of stuff, and obviously you have the Mac Five and the Mac Five K that's that's coming down the line uh, eventually. Uh, let's talk real quick because it kind of is the year of the double stack. Let's kind of look at the uh, the double stack um, nine millimeter that you guys uh, came. I, I got a chance, and Clover did too. Got a chance to shoot it um, at Range Day and, and at Wolverine and all of that. So uh, really. Really fun to shoot that, but let's kind of talk about uh, some of the features of of this one real quick. So the Mac Nine DS is really the culmination of about two years of of research and development internally in the company. Um, Double stack nineteen elevens, you know, it's it's an American thing. It's a it's a gun that we wanted. It definitely is. And and could we have done it sooner and faster? Yes, but we, we wanted to make sure that one, it, it had that industry compatibility. So if you wanted to upgrade it, modify it, you had an opportunity to do so. But we also wanted to do it with the, the TSOS core principles, no cast, no MIM. Um, so, so getting this product right and getting it the way we wanted it to be at the price point took a little bit longer than I think um, even us in, internally wanted it to happen. You know, we saw a lot of our competitors come out with, with actually more expensive products using inferior um, components. And we, we, we decided, no, we're going to do it right. So um, QPQ finish on the metal, bull barrel, which is a new thing for TSOS in the U.S. market, um, full-length guide rod. I don't think we're ever going to make everyone completely happy with optics cuts because they're almost like holsters nowadays where I'm an RMR guy. I'm a, an Arco guy. I'm a, you know, RMSC guy. RMSC, so this yeah, one gets an, yeah. so this one is an RMR adapter plate. We're going to offer additional plates in the future. Um, dovetail sites, uh, the rear, the rear site on the adapter plate is Glock compatible. So you're going to have a lot of aftermarket options there. Um, internally we've tested these with a lot of aftermarket 
parts that are meant for other double stack 1911s and they're compatible with triggers, mm -hmm. rip modules, minor fitting required. Let me throw that caveat in there with anything 1911 or, or 2011 style, you know, but it's a gun, you know, and we put yeah. a full length rail on it so you can put your X 300. So you, you duty guys. And I even had a sheriff already, uh, you know, he's like, man, I bought one of these for duty threw my light on it, put it right in my existing 2011 holster and it, it fit perfectly and the gun runs like a top. So we're, we're super excited about this one. This one is a little bit dressed up compared to the T-Sauce versions, but I, I, I put it on Instagram a couple days ago. It's everything you wanted in a double stack or a high capacity 1911 at a price point that makes sense. Yep. I was just highlighting that price right there. Um, there's been some talk out there real quick about the uh, the trigger guard, kind of the square trigger guard. Uh, is this some? Is this one of the guns that you guys had uh, input in um, on some of the design? And if so, um, or even if you didn't, the square trigger guard, where did that come from? So, you know, we've always kind of had this idea that we don't want to force people to buy anything proprietary. Nothing that's just so... We didn't pick a new magazine. A lot of people speculated that our double stacks were going to use older para ordnance mags, okay. but they're not readily available anymore. They're harder to find. So we, we made sure it was compatible with STI mags and our trigger guard shape is close enough to other, you know, double stack 1911 manufacturers that holster compatibility off the gate was, was available. So we didn't have to wait for the aftermarket. We didn't, with what companies like Atlas are doing and all the companies that are making grip modules for other double yeah. stack 1911s we didn't really see a need to reinvent the wheel and create something new it's just let's let's find that price point that's been ignored yeah. and and position ourselves right there not sacrifice anything quality wise we're not like i said we're there's no cast parts in this there's no mem parts that you know everything is forged or machined from bar stock or forgings um so yeah, it, it it just like I said, it's it's a it's a double stack nineteen eleven that makes sense. Yeah, and, and I haven't shot all of them that are out there because everyone's kind of gotten jumped into that pool. But I would say that the squared off, if you will, the uh, squared off trigger guard is kind of becoming a standard in that double stack. 2011 1911 game so um for me to sit there and look at it it looks normal because that's what most yeah. of them that i've seen are you know yeah the the lines for this definitely fit the bill we're 1911s round trigger guard absolutely i think they're like there are companies that do it well but when i see a single stack 1911 with the square trigger guard i still kind of tilt my head and squint and i'm like yeah. eh but for the 2011s it's, it's a whole it's, new, yeah. yeah it's it's more run and gun kind of tactical which i know yeah. clover loves don't you clove well anytime you've got a uh, squared off trigger guard and you're you're running a, a rail like that i mean the squared off trigger guard typically is going to work a lot better for your lights yeah, yeah. yeah and, and especially and, and that's what i was saying because most of the the double stack 1911s or 2011s if you will uh, they are going to come with that pick rail on the bottom for lights and all of that. And like, you're exactly right. Especially the stream lights that I typically run, um, the, the button design works really well with a squared off, uh, a trigger guard, uh, clove. Um, you haven't said a whole lot, bring you in here, talk, uh, either the 2011 or anything from Mac right now, go for it. Mm, I think he covered. I was going to ask about the the mags and all, but I think he pretty much covered okay. that. Now Scott out there did have one, so I'll 
bring his in. Yep. So if you use a RMR, do you have to use a plate? Yeah, yeah. So this okay. So it's, use, it's not going to be a direct install onto the front no. of the slide. And, okay. And we, we we did that for two reasons. Um, one, having an optic only on your slide. If you lose your optic for whatever reason, you have no backup siding system. So the adapter plate allows us to put that Glock dovetail rear sight in there. So if your optic fails or the batteries die or whatever, you still have a backup set of irons on there. And, you know, you, so the adapter plate for that includes that in there. And that, that was just kind of that thing. It, it, it's We just didn't want to leave people without a mechanical rear sight in the event of, of that happening. I kind of dig that coming from a guy that is not a, a, a big pistol dot guy. Right. Um, I just, that's just, that's not me. That said, um, a lot of the guns that I've gotten in the last couple of years either come with optics or optic ready. And most of them, you have to take off that rear sight to install the optic. And unfortunately, um, there are some companies that are doing it just not real well, um, but have the optics with like the rear sights built into the, the optic. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of that either. I would just like either one or the other at this point. Um, uh, but maybe that will, that technology will get better, but yeah, I, I like the fact that, you know, a lot of people don't like the place. They like to directly install it to the slide. I get that, but having those rear sights basically permanently there, I think is, is a pretty cool thing. So well done. That's my opinion. So. Yeah, um, it's um, the optics cuts are like always that thing. We can't please everyone all the time. Yeah, yep. we, we can only make a system that works well for everyone. And whether so for the Mac gun, it was an optics plate with a sight integrated into it that was replaceable or removable. That way, so if you didn't like a black serrated rear that I think is included with those, you could put tritium on the back so you could get which a i love by the way i i am a yeah, blacked so. out rear serrated sight guy so uh, that's just me so well done like i said well done <laughs> yeah. we made somebody happy it, it, it's just unfortunately right it's just me so it is what it is in my journal right now yeah right there yeah one, uh defense dad's on his phone one. one person he made happy yeah uh defense dad's out there on his phone he says are those high-rise sites he's he can't really see on his phone so um, no, uh, the, these, they don't these look are, it to me, so they I'm look, not going to say they're suppressor height sites. They may be a little bit higher than like standard sites, but, but they're not suppressor yet. Okay. We're not putting half inch sites on your gun to make it co-witness because if you, if you design things right and you make the cuts right, you shouldn't need to do that. Okay. So Clover was there. Um, was it a couple of years? I don't know. I, I was shooting a, a pistol at a range day and when I see a, it was a trigger con. Yeah, it was trigger oh, con, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, and, and it was so interesting because I kept missing low, low, low. Like, what the hell? And way I found myself low. way low, right? But I found myself trying to absolute co-witness the front sight with the dot on the pistol. Once again, I don't like dots on pistols, and there's a reason why. I don't have a lot of experience with them. And so I'm shooting this, and, and um, because it had the suppressor sight, the, the suppressor size uh, length, sites in the front i just my mind is assume oh this is to co-witness this site and it wasn't so um i get it but uh like i said i'm I don't, i'm not a big dot guy but um it is what it is let's um let's go over here to the elephant in the room we want we want to talk about the 1014 series before we go to the uh the mac fives um you know i think i think i said it earlier um you know even as sds imports you know we brought in some some 
other clones of popular shotguns, you know, yeah. that evolved into what is now the Mac two and the Mac 10 14. Yeah. And that was based off user feedback. We wanted a shotgun that was one-to-one so you could use any aftermarket parts that were available. There are some stacking tolerances with some aftermarket manufacturers that we're still kind of dealing with, but we're making changes to those to make sure that we have that there. But the biggest thing for the Mac shotguns, agency arms is using these now to build their line of tradesmen shotguns. Oh, nice. So, they're they you know so okay you can say what you want about turkish import shotguns but a company that's worked with sage dynamics ronin tactics for them to take our mac shotguns and say we can build a a pretty badass shotgun with them yeah said a lot and that was i I can i i I love the 1014. I absolutely have had a yeah. blast with it. So are the we are the for chokes, me to say that about a shotgun's rare. Let's just be honest. Yeah. You know, are, are the chokes um, still mobile choke? And yes, the yeah, Benelli mobile. Yeah, Benelli mobile I, I hate to say it's the industry standard, but I think if you're going to look for an affordably yeah. priced choke tube system, that's the one you're going to get the most bang for your buck for. Well, especially if you're having them custom made too. But um, what about the thread pattern on the uh, tube? Um, on the, the magazine tube. Yeah. Yeah. It's one for one right now. Yeah. One for one. Our buddy ginger out there, John, um, with GOA also with fully loaded reviews out there says, I heard Adam has run a ton through the 1014. So metric and metric. I want to see this slowly a metric truck ton. Cause I would have said <laughs> another word. I'm not very smart. Yeah, Adam is an unsung hero of T&E. He spends a lot of time at the range shooting guns, and I'll see some of the videos. And Adam's shoulders, um, (laughs) they've seen some things. I would imagine. A thousand more tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. All right, the elephant in the room, the Mac 5s. Um, Obviously, I'm an MP5 junkie that's to me and people that know me and have been around me long enough know that the mp5 since 1994 has been my favorite platform that i've ever shot ever in my opinion ever created and uh, as much as i would like to admit that there have been some decent clones coming the last couple years um, i have yet to see one that i have shot and handled that it was at this price point that actually ran. So kudos. Uh, let's talk about, I know they're not out yet, uh, and we can talk about maybe in a little bit uh, when those might be uh, in production and ready to go. But um, having shot them at range day and at Wolverine with the binary was even more amazing. Um, binary that, triggers were, were pretty they, sweet. They were sweet. Um, yeah. Those were but, what, Franklin Armory, Adam? Uh, were they okay um but let's let's talk about first of all um how long was this in the making and um like how hard was it to decide to to get into this project not hard at all um so (laughs) even even me uh being with being with some of the guys that are involved in this company for over a decade and and other areas We've all been MP5 junkies. Um, yeah. I've, I've made the joke that one of the, the founding partners of SDS 
his catcher in the rye is an MP5. Like if there was a great deal on an MP5, yeah, he bought it. And and so we've always kind of had that thing. And even me myself, um, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to own some pretty cool MP5s through the years, SDs, and you know, having an SOT and FFL, you get post samples, and yeah. you know, play with some pretty cool MP5s. Um, this project, though, I, I think it, Neil it was like uh, like three weeks before shot. We, me and Neil, we had a plan for shot show. Are we you had to, like, shitting me? Nope. We had these projects that we were like, hey, man, we're going to do these double stacks. We had pre-marketing plans. We walk into the office like mid-December, and they're like, hey, guys, we're bringing MP5s to SHOT Show. And we're like, what? Guess what we got. What? And Not so only we were all kind of like, bringing for people to shoot. Oh, Yeah, no. Fantastic. So it, it, this one kind of fell on our lap. We were, op- we, we were very fortunate um, to, to have an opportunity to work with the manufacturer of these. And they're like, hey, we, we've got some guns. You guys want to import them to the U.S. market? We'd love to get our guns in the U.S. market. And they, I think a lot of companies, importers, especially manufacturers overseas, they see what we've done with TSOS and Mac and Tokarev. And they understand they're going to get more value out of just a company that's just going to buy their guns. And, you know, um, MP5 clones have been imported by a who's who over the years. Um, and I've owned several of them from many other manufacturers. Yeah. So yeah. to have this, this kind of... So to have this opportunity that? kind of fall in our laps was, yeah. it, it was, you guys. Well, can't. like I said, I, I, I showed up to range day and when you see them sitting there, you're just like, I mean, I'm just naturally drawn to them. Uh, like I said, I was in a 19 year old E2. Uh, the first time I got to work with an MP5. Um, and ever since then, like I said, it's 1994. Um, yeah. it's just one of those things where I don't care what it is. If, if it's something that even resembles, like one of my favorite guns ever is one of those old GSG fives, the old 22 LR, you know, uh, MP five looking things. It's fun yeah. as hell to shoot. But to me, anything that just even looks like an MP five, I'm just naturally drawn to it. I think it's a phenomenal weapon system. Um, and, and, and like I said, this one for, you know, MSRP of $1,099, uh, that's a game changer. That's something that's going to send ripples through the industry probably. Uh, you probably pissed off several other companies. Congratulations. You know, you've made yeah, it when you pissed off a bunch of companies. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that, you know, I think I don't, I don't even want to say pissing them off because I, I still have respect for a lot of guys. Anyone that's trying to make a living in the gun industry, you're yeah. doing it the hard way. You're really, you're really putting yourself through. I hope it fosters more innovation. I hope that we see aftermarket companies, you know, do it. Um, I think there's market share out there for, for everyone, but yeah, the MP5 no, market is, is, is one that's kind of untapped. I know the pistol brace thing is going to be kind of wishy-washy, you know, and we're, we're navigating our way through that. I'm covered by GOA and FPC right now. So I'm, I don't give a damn. I, 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 <laughs> I, I hope next year at Christmas time, I see people on Instagram and Facebook and yeah. Twitter or whatever it may be. They're watching Die Hard with a Mac 5 and they got their dress shoes underneath the Christmas tree running around barefoot. I hope yeah. it happens. I'm, I'm excited about these. Um, so you're, I mean, like I'm said, assuming you're taking that, that Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Are we, are we taking is, that stand? Is, um. is 
without a doubt. Um, I will even say that Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. Yep. Um, so <laughs> those guys, I'm sorry, there was Christmas gifts and Christmas lights in both movies. Christmas movies. More importantly, Die Hard does not, the plot of Die Hard does not happen except for at Christmas. Shut up, you can't have the Christmas party at the Nakatomi Plaza. And, yeah, no and, the way, and the way, and if you remember the FBI cutting power and not wanting to cut power because it was the holidays and that whole debacle was part of the plan. Yeah, Johnson and Johnson just had to do it. No, we're taking this way too deep, way too deep. Just, the, only, no. the only issue I had, <laughs> the only issue I had, is this is an MP5 clone, and that was an HK94. But you know, hey. It was a ninety four, but to me, to make to be made look like if an MP five, right? But yes, uh, uh, John out there says new pistol brace case was filed today. Fantastic! Um, so, all go the ahead. pistol thing. I mean, if, yeah. if somebody, I mean, that's kind of pretty much shelved at this point. A lot of legal analysts say it, it will be for years and years and years. We're not going to have to worry about it. But if if one was so inclined that they required for whatever reason a uh, pistol brace, what See. Type Sing, of a setup. single point sling, baby. Well, I mean, does this disease have that capability? Is that in the works to make it a capability? So, so right now, the Mac, the Mac five pistols are. You can are look at it right there. Behind. You can set up a sling right there on the butt, yeah. right there, and run it as a sling. Yeah. yeah. So we even put them on. The, we don't even have the guns for sale yet, but we started putting accessories for these on the website, and we have the KSC tail hooks. Okay. So. If you just wanted a flat piece, it's not a it's not a butt stock. It's, no. it's yeah. you know right. so, but they have they have like you know things like that that are there. So any aftermarket parts are going to work for these. I saw a comment that was like, "Is the muzzle device suppressor ready?" Yeah, these come with a tri lug and half by twenty eight threads. Yep. Um, Where so is the, the mask? These, these, I see him looking for it. <laughs> What's that? Looks like he's, all, all the all the parts gear. and accessories yeah. are on the gear. the gear side. Um, Here we go. There's the Mac too. Now. So. That's pretty sweet. So yeah, these, these guns, and we're gonna have OEM magazines that I think are gonna be at a price point that is gonna make people happy. So we're we're not just making a product. We're we're, we're gonna give you guys parts and accessories, and uh, I think Midwest Industries has already been like, let us deck one of these guns out for you guys. Um, so yeah, there's the the tail hooks um, that we have already in stock form, and. Uh, Gearhead Works makes a lot of attachments to go on the end of that guy. So if you wanted a buttstock, a brace adapter, they, they make that for that. So um, pick and choose what you guys want it to happen and what, what we want to put on there. Your charm to hang off the side of it. Sticker kids. Oh, wait, call of duty. You know, seriously, um, so my daughter is getting married next month and her fiancé um, – has never shot guns and he wants to so bad with me next time he comes up every time he comes up they come up here i always go down the range and shoot but his biggest thing is is because of call of duty and, and um you know i used to make fun of that but until like i've got a 27 year old guy that wants to shoot guns in real life because of what he's seen on call of duty if call of duty and all of these games actually bring people the younger generation to firearms it almost kills me to say this but bring it on you know it's an entry drug it's an entry. yeah 100 it's, it's kind of so my son you know like two years ago he's like dad i want to i want to shoot guns competitively and me being in the gun industry since 2010 i'm like dude i got you and i'm like run into the gun safe i'm like <laughs> i can give you a clock 19 
you know, an AR. He's like, I want to shoot competitive shotguns. And I'm like, I know nothing about this sport. <laughs> like, oh, so crap. even for him being a, a video game kid where he could have been like, dad, I want sure. a honey badger or an MP5. <laughs> sure. Or a P90 like, or want, something, you know? He's yeah. like, I, I want an over under shotgun. And I was like, that's interesting what? to say the least. So, yeah. So to have you say that, in it's it's weird where that journey will guide them from a video game. They could be like, you know what, I want a two forty Bravo with you know two hundred. Well, I mean, who doesn't want a Bravo? Let's just Bell. be honest. You know. Or they could be like, you know what, I really want. I want a an elephant gun. I want to go shoot elephants in Africa. Or it could be a Mac Five. It could be an MP Five because they love the movie Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, whatever brings them here, bring it on, you know, let's, let's, yeah. whatever it takes, bring them on. Uh, let's go back here. Do we have any idea? I'm sure that question has been out there or will be out there. Any idea of when possibly we're looking at the, the Mac fives coming in? So right now, um, a lot of the products at shot show, the double stacks are shipping now from Mac and T sauce. Um, I'm just going to generalize this because anytime oh, no, you're bringing yeah. things from over the ocean, um, March is kind of our projected ship dates for a lot of these. That's models. not bad. That's not bad. Um, yeah. Follow us on, on social media. We post daily. We'll let you know. And you know, even for, you know, even like you guys that want to do reviews on stuff, I don't have the samples yet to hand them out to everyone, yeah. but you guys will, you guys will know too. I'll be like, Hey guys. Absolutely. Here's a sample. Let's let's drum up some some publicity ahead of launch. But I think mid March March is what we're kind of targeting for a lot of. That's now. awesome, uh, and, and especially since um, you know last year, I know there was a lot of issues with uh, the ATF and the State Department when it came to imports. Um, that's always a nightmare that most people don't even realize happens. You know, it's it's, it all, yeah, no, a lot of times it, it, it could be they can look at one gun and because you put it at 28.6 ounces on, on the paperwork <laughs> and they weigh it and it weighs 28.4 form denied. And yeah. you're like, you know, so it is a, it's, it's a lot of bureaucracy. Our compliance. Now if you take off the rubber pick rail way. packing material that uh, like some people don't like, I don't, you know, if you were taking that off, that might've taken the 0.2 ounces, just saying, you know? Yeah. It could be it could be a number of things. The font changed on the the label, and they're like denied. That's, that's, so that's and you got to resubmit. So, but we're 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 grateful that our import partners are willing to put up with the headache too. Like you know, so let's talk Tokarev, uh, Tokarev USA. I know uh, now we, we might have to like not bring a, uh, Adam into this as he may not know much about the Tokarev line. Nothing. Um, Adam knows nothing, nothing at all. Yeah. Um, the Tokarev yeah, line is something that I really enjoy. Um, they're, they're, you know, I'm going to look through some of these models, but the, the, the Tokarev line is, is kind of more up. Spandau's definitely more like up Clover's line, right? Uh, the Tokarev is definitely more up my my line, a little more tactical. Uh, I love me some bullpup shotguns and all that. I, I've got uh, a beautiful, I will just call it patriotic one sitting right over here that we'll be getting to the range on Thursday. So be looking this weekend for that video. Um, one of the coolest things, and I don't want to, I don't want to like bring up Matt and make him get a big head. But one of the coolest things I saw at Shot Show, I think Clover would probably agree, was Matt's graffiti-based uh, uh, bullpup, which was pretty badass. 
Yeah, and, and like I said, I don't want to give him a big head, but um, you know, he's got a big enough one as it is. Right, right. So let's let's bring up the bullpup just because uh first of all, you're gonna notice that right there. That's pretty amazing right there. But uh yeah, uh for people that like the more tactical shotguns, um let you guys talk through the line. I'm, I'm going to keep this picture up, but we'll go through the whole line, if you will, if you want to, at Tokarev. And whatever you're talking about, I'll bring it up on the screen. How about that? That might make it easier. So, so, so Tokarev, like you said, um, we've always been asked, like, what is Tokarev? Are they, are they home defense shotguns? Are they competition yes. shotguns? Yes. They're just fun <laughs> shotguns. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just fun. We, we, we kind of looked at, why can't guns just be fun again? Like, you know, so maybe Tokarev is for guys that just like an AR style looking shotgun or a pump shotgun. I always said it like my favorite shotgun to go shoot pumpkins with is the TBP 12. It's a bullpup. Yeah. Is it practical in any sense, you know, for, you know, is the department, a police department going to order 10,000 of these? Probably not. But if no, you know, they, they are great for, they are great for CQB uh, in, in a yeah. real way. Uh, and, and a CQB junkie like me, um, they are great for CQB. Yeah, I've always I call shotguns room brooms a lot, and I'm probably going to yeah. get in trouble with that by legal at some point. But room <laughs> brooms, <laughs> so, but no, we, they're they're just fun guns, and they're they're priced where guys can get back out to the range with their friends, their their yeah. buddies, and just have some fun with them, and and they work. Gaines and Adam have taken this brand again. You take you know everyone's like oh Turkish shotguns blah blah blah. Um, but they've taken this brand and elevated it to a company, you know, shotguns. Hey, mm-hmm. they take a really reliable magazine, the 1919 pattern magazine, super reliable for three gun shooters. They're like, you, you, they fit in 308 mag pouches. So a lot of soft 308 mag pouches, the magazines drop right in. Two round mags awesome. up to t- 20 round drums are available. We, we stop at 10 round mags just because we think that that's like the best bang for buck and, and, and practical senses, especially for competition shooters, but we've really kind of taken it and feedback and colorways. We can do a lot with this brand, not really up the price. So people are getting some fun guns for, for money. And the TT 12, that's the new one for this year. Yep. Um, we're like, this is I, I, AK shotguns is what SDS imports is known for. This gun right here should be probably the most prolific gun and three gun in the next year or two. I think when we really start pushing it, Adam mm-hmm. is made sure it takes AR butt stocks, AR pistol grips. This the the gas system that gains design that we're running in this will run the dirt cheap seven eighth ounce loads from Walmart reliably. I don't wow, think I'm a good really? fast shooter, but if you looked at the picture that was on the website, like I can run splits <laughs> on this gun that even blow me away. Like I, I don't think I'm a fast shooter, but this gun right here, I, I can run some bullets out of this gun. That's a pretty cool point. picture, by the way. Whoever did that picture, is, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so, good looking. Like I said, I like the fact that you guys went down to make sure that different stocks can fit, um, different grips. Everyone has their own kind of favorite brand of grips, whether it's Magpul or whatever. But uh, knowing that most are going to fit this, they can kind of customize it how they want. But you're talking about right I'm out missing, of the box. I'm missing something about this gun, though, that I haven't mentioned. For my oh ambi controls it's got fully ambi controls oh okay safety yeah, sure. magazine release and bolt catcher full ambi so we took 
everything that a, an AR shooter would like. So if you have an AR and this shotgun and your double stack 1911, you, you're going to run with a really similar, similar manual of arms. So yeah. um, this gun and Adam's at what, what is, what is the case of guns called Adam? Huh? Oh, the project, toker badass? That you project badass. Yeah. So project he's got a case badass. of these shotguns that he has customized to the hilt. Strike Industries, oh. folding butt stocks. Um, he won't share them with anyone, but you know, it is what it I don't is. let anybody in anybody field. I'm trying to hold myself back from going into my spiel, but we covered most of it. Do it, Adam. This is your this is, yeah, talk, man. All right. So the tar and TVP, those molds have been around for a while. Uh, and the one thing that is a curse word in our world is proprietary. So that's Gaines took two years of his life to design this TT12 from the ground up to be able to be customized. And like like Jared said, you take one bolt out the back, you've got a mil spec buffer tube on the back that you can put any AR stock on. That's you awesome. can take that mil spec buffer tube off and then mm -hmm. uh, throw you a uh, adapter on it and put you a you know a Sig folding stock on it, whatever you want, and then uh, test different AR style grips. Uh, we're working on a couple different models you might be seeing in the next three to four months that's going to look Ooh. a little different because nice. this gun runs great. It's got a dual gas system in it uh, that will bleed off the extra gas and keep what you need. So in the words of Gaines, it'll run powder puff loads up the dynamite sticks and not have to adjust we it because there's a lot of AR styles out there for the three gun where oh, yeah. you got to find that, that nice fine world between your buck shot and your bird shot and then you've got to find the right ammo. Well, this thing you can throw slugs, buck, bird in the same magazine and just run it all day long, and it'll just eat it. And like Jared said, you can run this thing fast. I've, uh, I've been playing with some upgraded triggers and stuff, trying to outrun it. I, I can't break can't this. It. Well, I mean, that's – I want that job. What's your job? I try to break guns by running them so yeah. much. That would be well, uh, amazing. Well, it, it, you think it's it – couple of iterations uh it's been a yeah. fun ride the last three years that's for sure and uh, the owners have graced me with the ability to stick around even though they should have probably got rid of me a few times but i finally made it to product manager for now so there you go at, G2 at wants to know if it's suppressor ready i don't remember this being suppressor ready but i might be wrong about that is the tt12 oh. suppressor yet yes it is i have okay. run solvos on it i've run jk armament suppressors uh we've had a couple of them we had, we were running suppressors at the industry day i'm pretty sure you ran maybe one or two of them. I, I, it, was, was, it wasn't a tt12 though that i ran the suppressor uh it wasn't on we had it on like a 1014 but that was yeah, the thing the about 10, the tt12 14, yes yeah People were blown away because when it started raining this year, the rainwater was falling perfectly on the gas system of this shotgun. Oh, it started steaming up. And it still ran. People were yeah. like, how's it run? And we're like, well, the rain is pouring on it. And they'd pick it up and it'd just be like. Tch, 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 tch. Yeah. You're just like, there, there's yeah. the lit. It was one of the, this year at Range Day, it was one of the best litmus tests for people that doubted. They're like, well, how do these guns run? And there's mud everywhere. Yeah. Rainwater was like in the worst possible places, yeah. and the guns 
just perform. So, you know, we talk about every year range day always seems to have the shittiest weather day of the entire week. It's just on that Monday. But for finding out whether guns can run in like the worst conditions, like you got sand blowing everywhere because it's blowing 40 mile an hour wind. You've got, you know, rain coming in. Everything that could go wrong could go wrong. But it is a good kind of, like you said, a good litmus test to find out can these things handle like pretty bad conditions. So, no, and that's kind of our biggest hurdle right now. That's that's the hardest thing we're getting over is that we're not just another Turkish gun. We're not just yeah. another Turkish shotgun that's yeah. cheap and not going to run and hardly going to feed or whatever the stigmata is. It's there, but uh, I've had a lot of people become quick believers once they start getting behind the trigger one. Yeah, no. You, I, you, I you didn't say believer, a, did you? You said believer. Believer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, a lever, a lever action shotgun. Yeah. Let's bring it on next time. Wait, what? 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 Yeah, Wait. yeah. I, I knew that would get Clover. I knew that would wake yeah, him yeah. up. It is about? the year of the lever action. A lever action shotgun would be pretty sweet. You know, let's go. Bring it on. Don't Anyways, go don't ahead. Go ahead, Garrett, I know more you're... ideas. <laughs> that looks like this one, though. Yeah, an, an, an AR tactical lever action shotgun would be like the game changer of all game changers. Box mag fed lever action tactical oh, shotgun. Oh, snap. Just saying. We're just spinning your guys' money. That's all we're doing here. We're just spinning your money. Got a really good magazine we could use for that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I feel it coming. Shot Show 2025. April's not that far away. Well, that's true. You guys got the MP5 like two weeks out. You know, it's like not a problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, this is SDS. We do things quick. That's what she said. <laughs> I've been married so long. That's not what she said. Like, yeah, trust me, you don't do it I, at all. And April yeah. will be twenty twenty eight years. Holy shit. 28 years did you, did you get married in basic training i got married when i was 21 years old um so i've been in for a couple of years at that point i went in when i was 19 and got married and then had my daughter a year later yeah, oh, yeah we do have that, uh, making twelve thousand dollars a year back then in the marine corps man twelve thousand dollars a year that was man those were the days baby we were living large Oh, anyways, yeah. Um, <laughs> Ginger says, I think August would be a better time to launch that. Yeah, I bet he would for yeah, obvious reasons. He can't talk about yet. No, we can. So I, I'm, I'm shutting up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chloe, bring you in here. I know we've been talking some tactical shotgun shit. I, I don't know. You're hey, talking about mixed emotions, you know? So I, I don't know if we're ready to move on or not, but. <laughs> Just uh, to move on, yeah, we can move on for you. Well, isn't Tokerol the Titan and Hammer? Yes, so we've got uh, the Titan and Hammer that came out this year. Uh, Which one do you want really to see nice first, the Titan or the Hammer? Shotgun. Let's let's go the Hammer, the, the the pump. Let's go the pump, and uh, pretty sweet. Look at that yeah. price, folks. Look at that. One seventy nine ninety nine. Polymer furniture, uh, completely Mossberg compatible. Uh, Super line of accessories coming out. We've got plus one extensions, heat shields, rear ghost ring sights, uh, bayonet lug kits where you can throw your oh, bayonets. On really? Them. That's pretty sweet. That sounds so, so. 
so Adam, Adam did, you know, so th these were guns where we've, we've had like pump guns and some outer guns, but you spent like four or 500 bucks on a shotgun and then you'd have to accessorize it. So why not give people an entry, an entry point into a shotgun that you could have all the accessories for to do what you wanted with without having to buy them from the get go. So like Adam said, there's going to be a whole list of accessories that are going to be available for these guys. So you can pick and choose, you know, parts and accessories that are going to go on these. So it's, it's a, it's an entry level gun. That's got a lot of potential and it's built just like the, the, the TX three and some of the other guns are on. Yeah. And the, the semi-auto version has got a, a gas system that that was fun seeing Adam test that one. <laughs> so to, to tweak it and get it right. Um, Adam would come in and be like, we're close, but not there yet. And he'd go back out the next day with a thousand rounds, you know, and be like, we're, we're, we're closer. And you could see, you know, his, his, his facial expression every day from just shooting thousands of rounds through these to get them right. I love that gun though. That, that gun runs and it's comfortable. Yeah. We did the, so we took our semi-auto and I said, hey, I want it Mossberg compatible on the furniture. So we did the butt stock where you can throw Mossberg furniture on the back of it. You can nice. upgrade it to your Magpul. We did do a proprietary four end though, but I tried to make it very comfortable and slick and four end, not four skin people. Just don't don't get excited out there. Four end. Four but end. it's it's gonna have you know, it Are comes we, with a yeah. uh fixed choke barrel, you know, in there, but you're gonna be able to put uh interchangeable choke two barrel hunting barrels. So I remember oh, back nice. in the day, you get an eight, you can get like an eight seventy back in the day for like 300 bucks with, you know, one configuration, but you could buy barrels, hand guards and customize it. And you'd have one shotgun that, you know, you, this is my home defense shotgun, swap the barrel. You're going to go squirrel hunting. Yeah. You could have three hunting. shotguns in, in one if you wanted to. Yeah. So, so I've got a laundry know, list of barrels, uh, upgrades. I'm, taking suggestions because i know jared brings me about two or three a week 28 gauge about flashlights <laughs> 20 28 <gauge>. <laughs> <laughs> he's like how chloe just threw that one in there i'm surprised he didn't go gentlemen's gauge 16 16 16 gauge yeah, yeah. um no adam Someone's said gonna be like that lever action lever action 28 gauge magazine fed Oh, suppressor over under, shotgun. over under, probably. Over you know. under. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that like, is physically possible, but that would be kind of cool as shit, you know. Uh, now, Adam, you saw you said that you talked to them and said, "Hey, I want to do this, make this kind of Mossberg compatible." Once again, being able to talk with manufacturers and have an input and all that. Um, how long before when, when you said, "Hey, I want this to be Mossberg compatible"? How long till you got your first prototype saying, "Here it is"? Uh, about two weeks. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that's and unbelievable. That, that's part of the relationship with these guys because I give them everything I can as far as everything they need. I try to be there to help them, and they do the same for me. Uh, sure, we've really got a good working relationship to where. You know, I, I understand the world of manufacturing. That's where I started and cut my teeth in. Uh, I'm a machinist by trade, not yeah. so much of this sales and marketing background. So I try to lean uh, on Jared and Neil, <laughs> the other team. The but 3D, Adam with a 3D printer oh, is. I got so much cool is, shit coming. Sorry. Adam, Adam will, Adam <laughs> no will, one will see except for you, but it's cool shit. <laughs> he, he's got like muzzle brakes and parts oh, and no. pieces. 
And so when when you walk by Adam's office with you know or, or even the the orange, so you're lab, saying he's like the Bat Cave. He's got all these cool tools. The and even the R and D cave, they lock the door, but you can pop the door with a knife. <laughs> and so you will like you'll it's hear deterrent, you'll hear sounds, you will hear sounds emanating from the R and D lab, and you're like no. you pop the door open, and Adam has just got like 3D printed parts, and he'll be like, "What do you think?" And we'll be like, "Yeah, you know, no, change this." And then you come back the next day and Adam's like already made the changes. And then like, like he said, the parts show up, like they're like, okay, let's make it. And it, it's been cool to see the way that the, the, the product managers take these products in real time, almost make these changes. And then me and Neil and marketing, we're like, yeah, we can sell this. Like we can, we well, can market. That's the, that's the cool thing, right? Is how all of this works is like, okay, we got some, crazy ideas and then two weeks later you get a prototype saying is this kind of what you had in mind and then you kind of look at it and say yes and then say oh by the way jared you neil you think you can make this sell and he's like <laughs> i bet you come close say i could sell that like hell yeah we can sell that you know um yeah. that's that's kind of cool because how can you not have fun like basically on the fly just let's have some ideas spitball and then two weeks later Oh, here it is. Holy cow. This is amazing. Uh, I'm sure there's some things that don't work, but I, I think that'd be kind of cool. I'm not a creative person. I'm not an artistic yeah, person at all. And there's a few of those ideas that. that came out and I was like, and Neil's, oh crap, how the hell am I going to get this across? And, and some of them, yeah. And I've got a few of them. So there's a lot of wadded up paper balls in one corner somewhere that, you know, and, and even us, you know, even for marketing, we're, we're, give them we're the Keltec. Hell, they'll go with anything at this point, you know? <laughs> Sell them the Keltec. Who <laughs> <laughs> will bring you in here? You got anything you want to bring up real quick? On that, uh, on the Titan. So you were talking yeah. about fixed choke barrels. What's the standard and then what are the, they currently coming with? It's a improved it's cylinder, smooth bore cylinder. Yeah, uh, so um, not threaded for any chokes. But the the first quick upgrade I want to have is an eighteen and a half inch uh, Benelli mobile choke barrel. Oh, Just okay. To go like and then, uh, it will will probably affect. Well, any uh, any thoughts on wood accessories moving forward? Well, we are selling the wood yet, Jared, or we're getting that in? Yeah, no, no, yeah. So it is compatible. Like, with no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> it, it is compatible. So the Titan and Hammer are compatible with our, our current TX3 uh, HD A1 furniture. So we do offer the four ends. And, okay. and I, I'm going to say, honestly, sometimes some of the walnut that we get for our shotguns, I feel like someone messed up because you look at, you pull a box out, like even the Mac shotguns and some of the the TX3s with wood stocks, like they're curly and figured walnut stocks. They shouldn't be on a $300 shotgun. So I feel like someone in Turkey, like I feel like someone at some point is going to be like, yeah, Yeah. so we we have gorgeous wood on some of them. And um, even, you know, we're going through some of the the sample guns right now, like getting ready to do a sale with with that kind of stuff. But you look at the wood and you're like, Mm. Holy smokes! This is nice ass wood. Yeah. Um. So, but no, the the Titan hammers. We're gonna have wood butt stocks. Um. Other models okay. coming out, but like I said, if you wood's not your thing, there's gonna be polymer options as well. But like I said, I think the Titan and hammer are gonna be a system. So, hunt hunting, home defense, 
You hate two-liter bottles. You hate pumpkins. You hate clay pigeons. Right. It's going to be a shotgun. You're going to be able to make your own. Like you hate it. doves. Like you it. hate intruders. I hate when doves. Do, when, doves cry, when doves cry, uh, I'm going to give you guys a few minutes here uh, to talk about the channel, uh, the, the the company websites, and all. Before we do, we uh, we have some fun. We're going to do our pony polls. Uh, we have our every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday at 10 a.m. over on our YouTube community tab. We have some fun. We put some polls out there, uh, and they're presented by our good friends over Anderson Manufacturing. Go check them out. Our first one came in, uh, 1.6 thousand votes, guys. I need your help. I need your help. Real quick, pick one. Aerosmith or Van Halen? Aerosmith. Aerosmith. I was gonna now, say when I say Van Halen, I'm talking Van Halen, not Van Hagar. I'm not a Van Hagar guy, so uh, yeah, I forgot even he, he was even right. There. Exactly, exactly. Um, I have to say yeah. Aerosmith. I attended the Nine Lives tour back in my younger days. So, oh man, I, I, nice. I, I, I'm going to stick with Van Halen because I actually saw a meme that it was like, if you're old enough to have seen your favorite rock band turn into a grandma. <laughs> you know, you've gotten to an age, and Steven Tyler has went full grandma mode. If it wasn't, I, I think that's why he like glues on the so-called like goatee <laughs> that he shouldn't have, just so people think that he's a man. You know, it's like the worst goatee ever. But it's like, okay, he's only doing that because he looks like a grandma. I think you're right yeah. about that. Uh, so. I'm probably going Aerosmith. Clove, what about you? Aerosmith or, or Van Halen? Um, yeah, Aerosmith. If I had 1.6 thousand votes, 57% say Van Halen, 57 Ooh. to 43. Yeah. I mean, well, it can't go either one of them, but I was a little surprised at that. A little surprised at that. But uh, all right. Our next one, uh, this is going to be a tough one for Clover. Uh, 1.1 thousand votes. Fruit Loops or Lucky Charms? Adam? Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Uh, Jared Neal? Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. I mean, does Clover have to go with Lucky Charms? I think They're he almost Irish has to contrast with yes, exactly. How can Dark you... stars, rainbows, like there's no way. Like, how can you like dismiss the marshmallow action there? Come on. Yeah, like I, I literally like, I, as a parent, you know, you're you know, you're growing up, your kids like, well, you can buy Lucky Charms when you're a grown up and you have all your money. I have bought the entire bag of marshmallows. A bowl. There's nothing like a bowl of slightly sweet little pieces of styrofoam with crunchy little pieces of sawdust. Yeah. Or lucky lucky charms. See, here in Arkansas, I wait for October 1 uh, because only in the month of October, and here where I live in rural Arkansas, can I get Count Chocula? It's only through the month of October. So Count Chocula, hands down for me, is my favorite. We'll buy like several boxes of it just because I know that I can only get it uh, during October. So Don't get me started on uh, month-restricted foods. We'll start talking about the crib. <laughs> Dude. Don't, don't oh. do it. No, don't, don't. Oh. God, you should have brought that up. Oh. Or, um, so, okay, so, we, we, so, so Jared, you know and I know that from now on, if Adam and Clover are gone together, we know they're going to get a McRib. All in yes. the available. Um, the up. I knew they couldn't stick to that crap about it's never coming back. It's like, no, that's a marketing so thing. Bad. You're going to bring it's it back. It's all a ploy. It's all a ploy. It's so nasty. People have it to eat it. It is so nasty. Dude, we did. So I think it was like this year when, when they came back, we actually had like uh, uh, oh, no. acrylic sweetheart grips for 1911s come up. 
and Adam's in his office and, and I run to our compliance guy, Ryan. I'm like, Ryan, I need you to find me a picture of a McRib right now. And he's like, what? And I'm like, for, forget all McRib the clips that would like, sell need, like no other. I need, I need McRib sweetheart grips now. And if then we you took him get away Adam. with it, that would, you know how many things of those you would sell? And Adam, Adam was like, oh my God. And even in like the CEO, we're running around the office showing people McRib sweetheart grips. <laughs> Fantastic. Well done. Hey, I made it happen. Give me two seconds and I made that happen. That <laughs> was so good. And, and it was like, and that was a social media post. We're like, hey, we have sweetheart grips. Be like Adam. And show the world what you love most. And you, I even I think your you, wife was you like, could have sold as many of those as, You could have sold as many of those as you wanted to. Let's be honest. It'd be great. So uh, that point, was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 1.1 thousand votes. Pretty close. 56 to 44. Fruit Loops gets the win. Fruit Loops. I don't, I don't, I don't buy win. that. This is rigged. Now here's a question: Do Fruit Loops do each individual color actually taste differently? No, no. Okay. Now, to be fair, to be fair, for all you Letterkenny fans out there, oh, you're a Letterkenny yeah. guy, dude. So I actually just got a bottle. Of pit and patter, of baby. Let's go. Oh, hold on, hold on, Adam. Let me bring this up. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Mick Grip. Love it. Yeah. Grip. Oh, a mint grip. There it is. That's the oh name of mint grip. Neil, can you and Jared sell the mint grip? Yes, you can. I'm going to have to buy another website tonight. Mintgrip.com. <laughs> and Clover gets the first set since he came up with the name. Dear U.S. trademark and patent office. Just take a picture with it. No, that was the worst party. Yeah, like, God. Oh, that's, that might break the internet right there. Oh, that is that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Good lord! Wow. Uh, our last poll: two point six thousand votes. Which do you prefer? And, and we still, guys. I need for I, I I know that this is not the smartest channel in, in on the internet. I I understand that. But when I say what do you prefer, I don't need your comments. Well, what's what's the? I need more context. No, you don't. It's simple. Which one do you prefer? AR-15 or a lever action? So, okay, so you can't compare the two. I'm not trying to compare the two. I'm asking you which one you want. You like uh, yeah, Jared, Neal, AR or lever? Lever action. Lever. Yeah. Lever. Adam? AR. No, I know what Clover is going. Go for it. What? What? What are we? What? He doesn't even listen. He doesn't even listen. Uh, lever or AR? I need more context. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. it. That's, that's How it. Can um, you compare the two? I'm not trying to compare the two, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to answer that question. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So I will say this: I am looking very forward to uh, working with Henry and getting. Uh, yeah, you are. Uh, looking very forward. I'm getting. A lever coming in uh, the mayor's leg, which is going to be so badass to begin with. Um, this year is like the year of the levers, though. Have you guys noticed that? Like, yeah. everyone, and I tell you what, I know Clover probably does not like it, but that arrow lever is freaking right. sweet. That's badass. I, it's it's I, months I, and months away, but it's amazing looking. 
I, I think that one was better executed than POFs. Like when POF came out, I was like, eh. and I saw the arrows and I was but there like, has to be the first one through the door, right? POF was the yeah, kind of the no, first one no, through the door. Yeah. So, um, you know, and so you, you say the mayor's leg. So I'm originally from Fort Wayne, Indiana and you know, the okay. mayor's leg was born in a villa, Indiana, um, before, you know, Rossi and all them kind of yeah. took it. So the gunsmith that originally built those was out of a villa. Indiana. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't, I didn't know that. Go down that rabbit hole. That's a, that's a good rabbit hole to, to, to <laughs> kind of check out. But yeah, lever action. I had a lot of fun. I, I, I was on a podcast earlier this year and I was like, I spent a lot of time with a, a iron sights lever gun in the woods this year and I had yeah. a blast. I'm looking forward to it because for me, obviously for my channel, they're going to like shit themselves. Like when they say a lever action on the channel, but that said the mayor's leg to me is kind of like the AR pistol, like the truck gun of mayor's legs of, of, of lever actions. So I think it kind of could fit pretty cool to my audience, but like I've got a friend of mine. I'm going to have him make, he makes custom holsters. Ozzy's might be still be out there. We're trying to make him make a, a, like a scabbard, if you will, hang on the back of my, my, this front seat of my vehicle so if i ever need it it's just right there it's like a it's like a 12 and a half inch barreled lever action in 357 like how could that not be amazing so i i can't wait for that um so yeah obviously uh ars are, are near and dear to my heart but i'm gonna go with lever action myself just because i'm really excited about doing this uh 2.6 thousand votes it's my channel. I get it. If this was on Clover's channel, it, the results could have been dramatically different. 88% of 2,000.2.6,000 uh, wow. votes were AR. 88% say uh, wow. AR, which is surprising even on my channel. Um, um, yeah. I, I, I think we're making this lap. You know, um, I, I still make this joke where a lot of guys are like, oh, like magazines are cheap again. I remember buying my first. Ruger 1022 mag for 120 bucks because it was during the first assault weapons ban. Yeah. But so there's this point where big steel heavy guns were cool. Yeah. And then we spent like all this time and we got into smaller polymer guns that held more rounds. And now I see like big steel heavy guns and lever actions took me by surprise. But I think there's going to be an M1 carbine, an M1A, and like an M. M1 Garand resurgence where guys just want these big 10 pound semi-autos, but the lever guns took me by surprise. I was like, yeah, we're, we're at the lever gun section. Yeah. Um, well, let's be honest that, for a minute. If you, if you, if you put 30 out six in the semi-auto rifle, it better be a pretty heavy rifle. Yeah. Just saying. That's true. <laughs> it, but that it's, it's, I never thought I would see someone make a, a all metal Smith and Wesson M and P, but here we are. But look at look at the way look at cell phones for example, so huge bricks smaller 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 now huge, everybody huge goes bricks. for the yeah. for the twenty plus or the twenty three plus or the or yeah. the whatever yeah, I'm still I'm, I'm rocking a, a, an iPhone thirteen mini because I don't want a, a nine inch screen in my you pocket. do though you do you do I don't you don't. do. I didn't Just think so I, I would either, people. but I it's it's now I also but being a, doing content this is like seriously this is what I film most of my videos with so having a bigger phone does help in that sense but yeah I hear what you're yeah. saying now now John out there um, for those of you guys that, that watch this or listen to this all the time 
we talk about ginger all the time with GOA, this ginger soulless <laughs> bastard. It's also fully loaded reviews as his new channel. So go check that out. But he's saying he's trying to, one, he's trying to spend your money, but two, he's trying to get you sued by McDonald's. He said the Mac 1911 with McGrips in 10 millimeter called the Big Boar Mac, the Big Mac. Um, <laughs> you know, you could sell that. You could sell that. Yeah. A 10, a 10, a 10 millimeter. <laughs> from Neil back there. He's like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, he's like, oh, in, in the box, in the, the, the gun box has to have like sesame seeds on top. Oh, oh that God. would be wonderful. It would yeah. be amazing. A distributor exclusive. Special man. sauce. It comes with gun oil or something, you know. I mean, you could do the single stack and call it like the seven piece and then have the the 17 piece for the double stack like <laughs> just saying just saying uh jason up there says why does the bantam model go away and will you bring it back so no offense um, but i guess he's putting you on the spot here <laughs> also so, a little late to the party yeah a little bit late to the party but hey he showed up we touched on it fairly yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and and our our sales manager hates it when i say it but the bantam i think was the coolest gun we've ever done Unfortunately, it came at a point where TSOS was known for $350 1911s. So when we, the Bantam, yeah. when, we, when we released the Bantam, when we released the Bantam at uh, almost $1,100, it had the machine work of the old Nighthawk recon that they did for AAC, for Advanced Armament back in the day. It had lightning cuts anywhere we could put a lightning cut. They were phenomenally fitted and finished. But people looked at a T-Sauce and were like, I'm not spending $1,000 on a T-Sauce. I can't tell you how many people that own them that are like, I can't believe I got this gun for what I got it for. And there was a point where they were on sale because people were just like scoffing at this gun because it was a $1,000 T-Sauce. And I saw a gun shop selling them for like 800 bucks and 900 bucks, And the people that bought them, they're fanatical about them. So will the Bantam come back? I think so. I, I think we we have some things in store for Bantam 2.0. Um, I'm going to let you. So here's my secret: the Mac 9 DS is kind of a test bed for that. Oh, nice. So nice. I think it's going to come back. What is it going to come back this year? I don't know. Um, we, we, but if you didn't buy a Bantam when they came out, you messed up. Yeah, yeah I'm still kicking myself for not getting the nine right. mil. Yeah. Like so uh, we're out there talking about the Pony Express real quick, and and, and that's a joke that we had that Ginger came up with uh, with our buddy Kyle Anderson, and it's a um, it's 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 a coach gun, um, shotgun, and we're gonna call it the Pony Express. And uh, the funny thing is, is Mister Anderson actually heard about it. And was like, what's going on with this Pony Express? They were like, oh, seriously? Like, it was a joke. But, like, we've had people go on their social media and hashtag Pony Express 2024. Like, it's going to – it's epic. But, uh, you know, everyone's saying that you and Kyle should work on the Pony Express. That would be, that would be kind of sick. Um, but anyways, I'm just yeah. watching heads, Neil's head to see if it's going to bob or not. Feels like God. <laughs> I can sell I, I can sell a Pony Express. I can sell that. I can sell a coach gun. Um, but yeah, all right, we're gonna bring you guys back real quick. Uh, thanks for go check out uh, their pony polls, go check out andersonmanufacturing.com. Uh, great people over there, great products. I was on there today, uh, filling my cart for my next build. No kidding, yeah, they've, they've got some really and they've got the, the front line coming up, they've got the bolt action coming up pretty soon. Obviously, the Kyger line is pretty good, but yeah, they're good, they're great friends of, of, of mine personally and great friends of the channel, obviously. 
Um, but yeah, they come up with some really cool stuff. It's really nice to see um, this year uh, at Shot Show. Um, it was a weird Shot Show, like in a good way, but it was a weird Shot Show. Um, how was Shot for you guys? W was it back to normal almost? What you guys thought? Kind of that's kind of what I was thinking. Is like back to like pre cough cough numbers, you know? I'll let Adam go first because this is Adam's what, second shot show. So he doesn't have a barometer really to, to yeah. gauge. Yeah. I went, uh, was it two years ago? So it was like, Oh, so you went to the greatest shot something. show ever. In my opinion, probably yeah. not for the industry, but for the media, it was the greatest shot show because there was nobody there. It was wonderful. Yeah. Two years ago we were in the basement and see, I love the dungeon though. I love the dungeon. I got to meet a lot of people, but this year was just, crazy it was, it was crazy, crazy busy for us with the, all the new products across all but that's a good thing though right lines was, and yeah, yeah. They, i mean it was i'm what are we two three weeks away now and i'm still trying to recover yeah. uh, i'm still trying to field all the emails from a lot of the interest because even when i walked away from the booth i was giving my spiel just as much because i was i was meeting people that i was trying to work with and tell what do you guys do well let me tell you well. <laughs> Let me take a walk with you. <laughs> I've seen some things this week. Um, I'll say I've been I've been going to Shaw Show off and on since 2010, being a booth jockey for a lot of companies over the years. Yeah. And this year, days are the booth. This year felt like Shot Show. If I had to describe to people what Shot Show was, yeah, this was the year. I, I won't say it was like what it was five years ago, but sales guys were were making deals which i think mm -hmm. shot show after a while like lost its yep. its sales kind of aspect um my wife i think it was wednesday she was like i've seen more of you on the internet than i've seen you at home in the last month <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure yeah. because all the interviews that we did it was fun even yep. you know I, I went to a few of the after parties and, and it, yep. it was it was shot show it was back yeah you've been if you've gone to SHOT Show for more than 10 years, I think this was, if you told stories about SHOT Show, this was a year you could have been like, yeah, this was SHOT Show. So Yeah, for, uh, for me, it was it was great. Yeah. I, I heard from a lot of different companies that it's like, like by Wednesday or Thursday morning at the latest, we're saying like record sales. Like, and that's not something you usually hear at SHOT or record sales. You know, it's like, wow, really? Yeah, record sales. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure Neil's been going to shot show since Moses showed off his new staff. So, well, see, I, I, from what I understand, Neil, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I heard were you not a fraternity brother of of Lincoln's? I heard this to be true. <laughs> like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> wow! <laughs> so you've been going for a while. It's like, where do you see this in comparison? Maybe since it's been in Vegas, let's, let's put it that way. Full time yeah, at Vegas. I mean, so this was twenty four shot shows for me, um, and, wow. and I've been you know running booths and I've worked for uh, Guns and Ammo way back in the day, and so I've been on on both sides. And I would yeah. say it was back, and and it's been a while um, yeah. since since I've seen it like that. I mean, and granted, last year was a little harder because we were downstairs and. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't get up as much 
to see the main floor, but having the booth upstairs made it, I think, a dramatic difference in our traffic and, and certainly our exposure. Um, yeah. And it was, um, it was as busy as I could ever remember. Yeah, no, it was, if, and I will say, so moving from the basement to the main floor, I went down to the basement this year because one of the people that one of my companies that I work with, yeah. I felt like the lights downstairs this year were like 10 times brighter. Like I, <laughs> so I, I use, for the years I've I, been in the basement, I was like, it's so dark and dingy. I was down there. There's a lot of Chineseium light companies down there. That's probably what it was. But I was like, I was like, when do they put all these lights in down here? Like I've been down here for years and it, yeah. So I, 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 out, I, like, I like, if I, I ever basement, I'm not. Yeah, I typically spend about like honestly, probably like sixty to seventy percent of my time at shot during at the dungeons because that's I like looking at all the innovations. I like seeing the companies that literally have everything on the line, and you may not see them next year if it doesn't go not, well. Not this uh, year I spent twenty minutes this year <laughs> because I was so busy, which is a good thing. But from what I understand, it was a much different dungeon than it has been in years past. So I probably didn't miss yeah. a whole lot. No, it, it was going back down there and seeing the companies that are like still down there and committed to it and growing. And like you said, it sucks sometimes to see a company that you may have seen last year that they're not there again. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. But this year's shot show was work, but it was fun. <laughs> like it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. The, um, now, there are some companies that like being like the big dogs of the dungeon, like Fort Scott's. I don't think they'll ever move, but they enjoy like kind of being one of the bigger dogs down in the dungeon. So uh, I get why some people stay down there. But um, yeah, it's, it's good to hear that maybe moving upstairs was was probably a right call because that's that's a scary call because you're talking exponentially like more money to go upstairs, you know, but uh, I'm glad to hear that it worked out for you guys. Um, it, it was, you know, it, it was freaky walking into the booth and seeing it set up. Yeah. I mean, even Neil, so Neil's like pretty new to the company. Like last year, he started last year at SHOT Show and from the marketing department, you know, we, Neil convinced, you know, this, you know, the partners and the company like, Hey, let's invest, make yeah. this nice booth. And when we walked into it this year, it was like, man, we're either getting fired tomorrow or... <laughs> So had you know, y'all like, not seen the actual booth like set up in its realm? No, ahead of time? no like oh, we wow. walked in and, and even me, like I had never made like 50 foot graphics before. Like, so they're like, Hey, make a poster that's 50 feet, you yeah. know, well, and job well done, booth, I'm like, well done. I'm like, well, I didn't screw anything up. I hope. Um, no, it was so, great. I totally, didn't realize that was like totally light new. on <laughs> Yeah, I, I I didn't know that that but, was like brand new. Like it was great. Yeah, I would have never and, guessed that it was just the first time being uh, you know unveiled. Yeah, no, the the team from Adam and the project managers and the sales guys and even you know the the people that don't generally work in front of people. It was it was nuts. It was it was nuts this year. And yeah, I'm not a big fan of people. <laughs> Um, I, I tend to agree. Um, I like people, numbers. people, people piss me off in numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Clover, did you have something? I noticed Jared kept walking over you. He's uh, used to it. He was walking over me. Ha 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 ha. Well played, sir. Now you might have an inch or two on him. Clover. Yeah. That's what you she said. 
Uh, yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have an inch on tour anybody. So, you know. Um, I, I do want to give Clover a few minutes. I know that... Uh, um, it's, it is dangerous, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before I let Adam and, and Jared and Neil kind of uh, do their closing remarks and, and tell we can finally Clover, thanks for coming in, buddy, as always. Uh, if you're a channel member of Clover's, which I am, uh, you were able to see episode one live of, of the new Clover yeah, podcast were. today. The so re The recording of it. The recording of it, yes. Yeah, the recording which, of it, um, yeah. which is Which it will be posted in its entirety for those that aren't channel members. So mm -hmm. you didn't miss anything except for being able to hang out and chat and live. ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, who you got coming up? And I know that um, you got some guests coming up a couple more this week that you're so, recording. Correct? Yeah, I've got the next couple of weeks. I've got, I think, five or six or seven episodes on recorders. I don't even know. Uh, but uh, I had the Rogue Banshee today. I've got um, Jeff Knox. Uh, I've got a recorder. With is the rumor tank. true? I guess we'll find out who if the rumor is, is true. Supposedly running for the NRA board now that uh, Mr. La Pew Wayne is gone. Um, <laughs> then we got um, uh, Ransom Arrest, Mike from Ransom International. Uh, good, we've got, good people there. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Predator Armor, which I think you've talked with before. We've got um, my favorite Oriental, <laughs> Todd. You, you, you got a rug guy coming? A rug <laughs> right. dealer coming? So my yeah. wife's Japanese, and he, he yeah. makes a fun joke. He's, oh, she's Oriental. And she's like, I'm not a fucking rug, you know? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I got a uh, what is it? Force, Force Multiplier podcast is his, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I think this month, and then we got uh, Hyperion Munitions, Garrisar. We're going to talk shotguns for sure. With that, go. but um, uh, those are the ones kind of slated for that. Um, to SDS though, like yes. you guys are yes. knocking it out of the park with shotguns, and I'm. Very happy to see that, but I'm disappointed. There's no 22 long rifle on the roster. We got to work on that. Oh my god! Say it. For all walk runs, right? <laughs> for the for for the right amount of likes and follows, I may leak a picture of the project manager's board. The whiteboard is there's some cool stuff on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing that. So, like, let's let's be honest. Clover, so Clover's fishing. Well, Clover's well, fishing well, for you to guys to name the next 22 LR product, the Clover. There's not product. a lot of 22 stuff that comes out of Turkey, doesn't seem like. Am I wrong about that? Or I can't talk about what I was handling today. No, I'm talking in general. I'm not talking about from you guys. I'm just talking about it in general. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't really see a lot of. 20 long rifle stuff coming out of Turkey. It, it's and it may not come out of there. I mean, we, we may be looking at other avenues to, to do some other projects. You know, well, it's just true. I forget you guys can import from other places. Yeah, I think I think <clears throat> as we continue to to position ourselves in the market, we're we're going to check some boxes that I don't think a lot of people were expecting us to. So. And, I think uh, legal will be happy with that comment. Yeah, I think true. I can. I think yeah. I can. Yeah. I saw, I saw, I saw Neil kind of. Neil was kind that of. Was, oh God, where is he going with this? It's going to be a long night, folks. You navigated that well because that was that was um, zero information. That was absolutely. You no should else. be a politician. Legal should be proud. So, there, there is an unreleased video that we did like leading up to shot show where we had a product that unfortunately isn't going to make it to market, but we filmed a lot of promotional material for it. And it was two minutes of BS. 
and it was like a, a news story. Well, the, the building, the, the building burned down because of the hot fire and had the fire oh. not been so hot, maybe the building would have burned differently. And oh. I wish I could play this video. The people would have so seen good. it internally. They're just like, Jared, like you're, you, you pulled off like the greatest. Oh, it was, such it, was, it, was it was so bad. But on video, Leo said no, no. Yeah, we're like, no, we can't use that for anything now, and it's, it's anything, one of those they'll never awesome. leave this building ever. Like he can It'll never, never leave that. the archive. <laughs> yeah. But it was. But a you know where it is. Class. Anytime you want to see it, anytime you want to see it, you know where it is. Like so. it was a master class in just <laughs> sales fluff, and yeah, like he we, should be. It should be in sales. We need two minutes of of info on something that only has eight seconds of features. And yeah. it was so bad. But when we watched it, we're like, I would buy that. I would totally buy that. <laughs> We've all taken our classes on bullet points and EPR. So. Exactly. Uh, well, guys, let people out there, first of all, thanks for coming on. It was great having you guys on. Um, have you back on uh, here when some of the stuff gets launched, maybe, and, and, and then yeah. be able to talk more about it. Um but take a few minutes, tell people where they can find you, whether it's social media, website, uh, maybe uh, like some support or customer service emails if people do need that for a product. Hopefully they don't, but you never know. Um, so, you know, SDSimports.com is kind of the, the mothership. You're going to find links to all the brands that are down there. Um, I'll say it out here, you know, TSOS, we, we preemptively issued a recall on some of our guns. So if you might own some of the guns that are affected, Head on over to the website. We're, we're going to take care of you. We're going to make it right. We're going to nice. upgrade your guns free of charge and, and make sure that you have a gun that, that meets our expectations as well as yours. Um, TesisUSA.com, TokerevUSA.com, SpandowArms.com, EnglishMFG.com, and MillArmamentCorp.com are the websites. Head out there. Yeah. We are a very socially active company. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, there's a, there's a pretty good chance that if you get a response to your comment or like, it's me. Um, uh, Reyes, our other social media girl, she is fantastic. You guys have kind of seen it. If you do a YouTube video, we're in your comment section. We're mixing yes, it up with your fans and, and having a good time. So we're, we're, we're that kind of company. And I'm, I'm grateful to work for a company that gives me that, that freedom to be a, like a regular dude on social media and on the webs yeah. web where we're not like a stuffy corporate company where I got to look back at legal and be like, can I, can I tell this guy that he's a moron or can I tell this guy that he's doing the answer is always job? yes. In my book, I, I enjoy calling people morons, but uh, you know, we ask um, for forgiveness more than <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I, I think we're more fortunate. Shame. So YouTube, you know, we have a growing YouTube channel and we're, I love doing these podcasts. I think they're fun. We get to talk yeah. shop and be more, laid back i guess than 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 what we do on like you know well i i like especially doing it live here and a lot of people <laughs> that come onto this the podcasts are a little nervous about doing it live I'm like look the great thing about it is is you've got the consumer the end user available yeah. to you to ask direct questions which great questions by the way for the guys out there thank you so much for interacting uh but more importantly like it, it so we get to see you guys at shows and all that, and we can laugh and joke and, and hang out a little bit. We see the the funny side, the the you know the humorous side, and the the that you guys. A lot of people don't understand that 
most of the people that work in our in, in in the industry are great people. They just don't get to see that a whole lot. So it's awesome to go on the, these podcasts, yeah. some personalities a little bit because they know. Okay, not only do I have a, a face to a to that company, but they actually are pretty cool people. Like, okay, I get you know I get it now, and so it's nice for the the end user, the consumers, to kind of see that other side of the industry as well. It's we're, we're dudes, we're gun people. Adam, Adam That's is. Right. If, if, if you've seen Adam's patch collection from SHOT Show and like the patch panels that he's put up, he's he's as much of a gun nerd as anyone else. And Neil, you know, we're, we're, we're always showing trail camera pictures with each other. We watch Adam and his McRib escapades every year. The McGrip, so I'm telling get, you, man, that's got to happen. If you, get a, if you get a chance, yeah, follow us on social media. We're always kind of posting up. Are, are just the way we are the way we, we we do we do life um we like meat we like beer we like guns we're, we're just dudes except for i mean i get a test i don't think you guys can see this like the second tomorrow. the second these guys showed up tonight in, we'll, the, in the green room they're drinking beer like hell yeah let's go yeah so chicks can be dudes good. nowadays anyway well, I don't. I don't know. No, not Rez. She, like I said, she's probably gonna throw something at me tomorrow when I walk by her. <laughs> you said what? So, so um, uh, G Webs is a big. Obviously, you guys know Ginger is a big uh, patch freak. So is G Webs. G Webs got like four or five patch panels at least that I know of filled up. He said he's Adam. He's interested in seeing the shot show patch hall. Is that on your Instagram? Did you ever put anything up on your private Instagram on your patch? Yeah, it's on my Instagram, the ammo Adam. So the, we, we should, we should do like Adam uh, that Adam maybe has on this thing. Because I filled yeah. it up today. We, maybe tomorrow we'll do like an MTV Cribs, and we'll we'll let Adam show it off. Oh. I'll be at the range all day. Okay. Right I, I feel like I feel like Adam is you like don't have to be one, there. Adam is like one step away from an intervention with patches. But if we called like the TV show Intervention, and we're like, hey, we need to set up an intervention. Boy. There's no way he's <laughs> never met G Webs. Yeah, G Webs is. There's others that have more than me. That I've just been. Appar in the apparently, apparently the the shot show Viking douchebag that was there. Apparently, he stole like every yeah, sticker that, yeah. that GOA had on, on the counter. He just took guy. everything and walked away. He was like, "What the hell?" So the coffee yeah. pot, the the sample stuff they had. We got everything. Kids their like promotional that. materials, their personal like, notebooks. What's that, Adam? We got attacked by some kids like that in TriggerCon that just came and swapped our. It whole wasn't table. kids. It was just Clover and me. We're just shorter than most human beings. So. God, like, <laughs> I feel bad. I used to do that once upon a time. You I did used, used to, to do that. I used to focus more on the patches and stuff, but I had the last probably I guess well over a year because we kind of went into shot last year pretty serious about things and yeah. so it was just so busy working that unless it was somebody handed me one or it was just right there in front of my you know in front of my face i just don't pick anything up anymore which is kind of sad you know that br that brings me hope because if you can change that means maybe we can all change. I can change. Well, and I'm you gonna... can change. <laughs> then everyone can change. That's Rocky Four, baby. I know where you're going with that. <laughs> He's like, I, I grew up as a person. Yeah. <laughs> like, Not height wise, uh, but emotionally, he's grown. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thank you guys out there for watching. Um, 
if you're like I said, if you're watching this live, thank you guys. That was a great uh, conversation. Great questions from out there in the chat. If you're watching this in replay or listening to it, it's in podcast. Uh, go ahead. Any questions that weren't answered that you have, uh, you can get them through the comment section. I'll make sure that these guys get them, or you can go uh, ask them on social media. I'm sure they'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you have, especially when the McGrip is coming out. That's the biggest pressing question. The McGrip is going to happen. Uh, the big bore Mac needs to happen. No. Uh, more importantly, guys, uh, get out there, be more proficient with your firearms. Stay in tune with everything that's going on in two-way legislation. Make sure that your elected representatives are doing their jobs. If not, remember, 2024 is an election year. We can make that shit change. So uh, get out there, be proactive in local, state, federal, and all that. More importantly, just enjoy your freedoms of being an American, one of which is to keep in bare arms. We'll see you next week. Super fun. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We really do hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for supporting my channel, Ghost Tactical, and thank you for supporting our sponsors as well. Make sure you leave us a comment. Tell us what topic ideas you have, how good we're doing, how bad we're doing. More importantly, give us a good rating wherever you listen to this podcast. Make sure you check out all of our projects over on our website, ghosttactical.us. And thanks again for listening. Simplify.